The following is a presentation of the All Andy Alford Network right here on Spotify. As you are listening to the plethora of platforms right here on Apple Music, Google Podcasts, on Spotify, Bleaker, and Stitcher. However you listen to our show, wherever you take in our show, thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning into the show tonight. You can always be a part of our show by following us on Twitter. It is at AllAndyAlford. It is at AllAndyAlford, as well as Facebook.com slash AllAndyAlford. Guess who's back? AllAndyAlford. And a shot at a goal! 24 runs in the span. I'm really shut out. Dumbino! Hit to a home run. Go That's way back. Put some extra relish on my hot dog. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Choo-choo, it's time for all Andy Alfred. The Commissioner's Trophy means more nowadays as 30 teams begin the marathon. That is the MLB season. And we're here to break it all down for you guys tonight, right here on this special edition of All Andy Alford, the 2023 MLB Preview Edition, the second annual roundtable discussion. Hi again, everybody. This is Andy Alford, the host of All Andy Alford, right here on the Spotify Podcast Network. We have a full show for you tonight. If you got your popcorn, if you got your soda, you got your peanuts and Cracker Jacks all ready to go, it is a... One of my favorite shows of the season. We have a a good panel guest tonight here on All Andy Alfred to preview, break down last season, preview this upcoming season, and to give some hot takes as well for this upcoming season. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce my guest at this time. We're first going to start off with the one, the only, the Logie Bear himself, Robert Logan Carr. Given he is a one of my one of my best friends, um, a great baseball mind. He's played the game in the past, and uh, he he joined us last year for this podcast. And we he I asked him, can you come back on the air with us again? He said absolutely. So I welcome you in, Logan. Welcome in to all Andy Alford tonight. Hello. That's all you have is hello. You know. <laughs> no, we'll start off with two things here. One. Is it really a round table if there's three people? I'm thinking more of a triangle table. Okay. Just a thought. Two. Just before we get into anything else, I got to congratulate the WBC for what it was, which was just an awesome spectacle for the sport. Uh, I re- the only complaint there, I wish we would have played a game in the Eastern time zone when it made... Uh, I feel like a lot more sense in terms of the ratings for U.S. at least. But as a whole, just the the perfect storybook ending, getting to see Otani strike out Trout. Yeah, and doesn't we'll, get better than that. Oh yeah, we'll we'll get into the WBC here in just a second. And I have a hot take on that about the WBC here in just a second. But I want to welcome in a good friend of ours as well too. You know him, you know him to be. He is a he is a racetrack aficionado. I love reading your stuff, by the way, Lucas, about it. And I, he is the Philly fanatic himself, fan. Um, he, um, he called me up 
Game one of the World Series. I he, he bent at the knee and said that he couldn't believe that I predicted the Phillies to get to the World Series. They got to the World Series last year. But we welcome into the podcast tonight, Mr. Lucas Sigerson. Lucas, welcome to All Andy Alford tonight. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Andy. Looking forward to this discussion and looking forward to a new baseball season. Yeah, we are we are a few days away from opening day. I mean, we're taping this podcast on a, on Thursday the 23rd, so we'll be seven it's technically 7 days out, but when we post this out on Tuesday, it will be almost 3 uh, 2 days till opening day and, you know, it is it is my it honestly is my favorite holiday of the year is opening day in baseball because we we get a story every single day, 162 stories every single day from now until October now until basically October and then we get into the playoffs and that's when that's when uh, when the real fun begins I believe gentlemen am I correct anything like last year <laughs> <laughs> yeah anything like last year but uh let's get right into it right off the bat we're going to recap first what we saw last year in 2022, of course, we see that the Houston, unfortunately for Lucas, the Houston Astros winning the World Series again this year, uh, last year. And, you know, the, the, big sto- the big story out of this whole thing is that you had the uprising in the Philadelphia Phillies, who, you know, not a lot of people, except for yours truly, had them getting to the World Series. But I, I'm just, I, I'm, I was, I think baseball is in a great mindset Right now, going into this upcoming season, especially with what we saw in the WBC, but I want your guys' opinion how you felt about 2022 and the 2022 season, especially, you know, you had Goldschmidt winning the MVP in the NL, and of course, Aaron Judge running away with it in the American League and getting the home run record for a season, but then... I kind of had it right uh, in some aspects with the Cy Young with Justin Verlander going into the AL, but did not see the kid that Altera from uh, the Marlins getting the Cy Young from last year. Let me hear about that. Let me hear about how you guys felt about the 2022 season. Let me hear you. Yeah, I mean, I... I think there was a lot of parody. There was a lot of, uh, I mean, a lot of excitement. I think you saw the emergence of Julio Rodriguez in Seattle. Um, but, I mean, a lot of headlines, just, uh, you know, young up and coming players that kind of starting to make their name in the big leagues. Um, and then you finally, then you saw like, you know, with my Phillies, um, finally opening the pocketbooks, you know, a few years ago, bringing in Bryce Harper, bringing in Zach Wheeler and kind of, you know, bringing in Real Muto and, and bring in last year, bringing in Schwarber and Cassianos, and um, awesome to see uh, you you build you build such a strong lineup that you never know what, what could happen, and everything kind of kind of came together there towards the end of the season under Rob Thompson, and uh, that was that was awesome for me to watch, um, you know, selfishly as a Phillies fan, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I mean it was a great it was a great season. I. I I have some hot takes for this year. Um, for one, I don't. Even, I don't think Aaron Judge. I don't think he's even going to hit fifty home runs this year. Yeah. <laughs> I think last. I think last season was kind of a mirage, like something we'll never see again. Um, I could be totally wrong, but that. I mean, that was a that was a, that was a storyline all year long, and um, you know, the Dodgers being the Dodgers last year, and the Astros being the Astros, and. Um, 
yeah. So I mean, I, there's so many, so many headlines that, that I could bring up, but um, all in all, I thought it was a fun season. I'm excited to kind of to see uh, what's in store for this year. Logan, your feeling on the 2022 season? Yeah, it's not a season in the past that I can remember with that many huge storylines that we got. Talk about Aaron Judge hitting 60 plus. Don't think we'll ever see that again. I can agree with that. Um, not not without steroids, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Phillies, I think it's this odd occurrence where they almost felt like a bigger story than the actual winners of the World Series, the Astros. Because you have, finally, the stardom of Bryce Harper just showing on a national scale, getting the recognition that he deserves. He has always been that good. Mm-hmm. Although they're like, Bryce Harper, you got to... You gotta do this next level. You gotta level up. We know you're an all-star caliber player, but are you a superstar, right? Mm-hmm. Prove that he's a superstar. And I yeah, think that's on the huge. biggest stage. Uh, you just think of the moments that the Phillies had in that postseason run. I think of the uh, Schwarber home run off a of Darvish that went 500 something feet into the uh, right field deck there at Petco. Yeah. Oddly enough, he just hit one about 50 feet shorter, but off of you, Darvish, just the other night. <laughs> uh, and just how good Kyle Schwarber has been. Just on a, yet another team, being cons- a consistent hitter that you have to fear. And for him being that good throughout an entire postseason. Honestly, as an a- Astro, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm an Astros hater, so that hurt. But what made it better was that you got to see Bryce Harper finally. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. The, the, just seeing, you know, it kind of felt like, not, not to overuse the phrase, but kind of, it felt like the Phillies were kind of America's team there for a moment. Like, cause, yeah, so many people, like, have their, have so many opinions on the Astros, of course, with, you know, the cheating scandal back in 2017 or 2018. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, everybody just seemed to be like, Wow, the Phillies are like gonna pull this off, you know, just improbable run. Um, I remember when they when they when they got when they let Joe Girardi go last year, you know, midway point of the season. I like I was excited. I I just felt the heat worn out. Was welcome in the in the locker room and I just in the clubhouse. I just I did I didn't think the team really just wasn't gelling under him, under his leadership. And Rob Thompson, you know, by all accounts, he's such a players manager and. Uh, just him getting the getting the opportunity for his first time ever as a manager in the big leagues, and um, it just felt like a perfect storm of like it, just a team that believed in themselves. And uh, you know, I just I just I, I watched you know the entire postseason run was so much fun to watch, and you know, seeing when they took down Atlanta, I was like, okay, okay, <laughs> and then they take down San Diego, I'm like, all right, wow, okay, <laughs> like they they were just they were just rolling and. They're yeah, slaying the Giants, really. Yeah, I mean, you know, Bryce Harper's home run. Just, I still get chills watching the replay of that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's Schwarber's bombs left and right, and um, and the World Series. I mean, the Astros pitching, to their credit, their, their pitching was you know almost unhittable. The Astros um, the better team coming into that. We, I think everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah we can all agree that. It was yeah, just how how high the momentum from the Phillies was going to carry them. Yeah, yeah, with Suarez and and with Valdez and 
Um, I, Verlander was even like I wasn't even afraid of Verlander. He didn't really perform as well, but um, so in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it just the the, the Phillies bats kind of kind of were silent or kind of got silent there a little bit um, just from the Astros pitching. Yeah, no, for sure. Played extra games. Yeah. Um, had to play yeah. a lot more. But I, I think that was, a, I think that was a, mm-hmm. that was a taste. It was, was a little, uh, hopefully a sign of things to come, you know, heading into uh, these next, you know, because, you know, Harper's still in his prime. Um, of course, you know, coming back from Tommy John, not sure when he'll be available, yeah. but, um, yeah, I have some thoughts on the Phillies, which we'll get into later. But <laughs> and gentlemen, don't don't forget before we even get in, before we even got into the twenty twenty two season, we remember that we were in a lockout from the beginning in in December, and we didn't get back into the swing of things until almost March tenth. It's when over a hundred days after the lockout began, the the it came to the new agreement in the CBA, and we finally got baseball. And you know the story was after that. You're exactly right. How good was like how good the games were and seeing new people and you know we had Edward Diaz out of the Mets that was just tearing it up with the trumpet when he would come into play and you know now unfortunately he's going to be sitting on the sidelines for for the twenty almost for the whole twenty twenty three season it sounds like but yeah you're absolutely right I think the Phillies were almost America's team during this whole this whole run that they made in the playoffs because you know they wanted to see. They didn't want to see the juggernaut, which has been the Astros, get another championship. And, you know, that's you know that's the thing that you, we have to take into consideration. Can they keep this momentum? We shall see. We have a lot to get into with regarding of this upcoming season. But, yeah, it, it, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. And it, it, it was a great season last year. And with all the storylines with Judge with the home run record, uh, you had Goldsmith actually kit, hitting the cover off the ball again with the with the team that was subpar last year, and then you've got That's great to see. Yeah, and then yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens. But for me, I think if you look at twenty twenty two, I think it was the year of the fan. I think it was stories from each of our own ball clubs making the story. Cabrera hitting the 3,000 hit last year. You had... I was going to say, what stories do the Tigers have? Cabrera had the 3,000 hit. Uh, you know, the, the the absolute collapse of the Cincinnati Reds right now. And and then the, 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 the power, the late-inning heroics by the Guardians in the playoff series... Didn't get oh, yeah. it done again. Didn't get it. Didn't, didn't get it done against the Yankees, unfortunately. But to play in that wild card game, wild card series, you know that that means a lot. And I like this new wild the wild card series from last year. It's it, it it's going to be an interesting season to come. So let's let's get into twenty twenty three. As we're now into twenty twenty three season, before we get into that, before we get into the. Uh, into the parameters of what we're going to look at in the 2023 season. Let's take a look at what we've seen in the last few weeks, which is the WBC with the World Baseball Classic. Uh, Logan touched on it. It was magical for him. I don't see it that way. I don't see it that way. All right. I I got two, I got two things. I got, I got two things on this. I got two things on this. All right. One. Here it goes already. All right. Two (laughs) things on this. Two things on this. One, one, why was this game? Why was this game? Why was this game on FS1? 
All right, if you're going to make this be a championship game on a Tuesday night, Japan versus the United States, why was this game on a, on cable on FS1? It drew 4.4 million people in the United States to watch this game. If you move that game to Fox, you at least get at least 8 million right off the top of the bat. And you get more excitement and more drive for the championship game. All right? And that's number one. Because if you look at their ratings, and I'm looking at this as the business aspect, when they had the game, the U.S. versus Venezuela, in their game on that Saturday night, during the heart of the, of the tournament, of the tournament, of the, mid of, the, of the March Madness tournament, they drew a 4-4. They only drew a 4-6 in the championship game. And that was on a cable network. So there was not that much. So for me, I felt like, why is it on FS1? Okay, if you wanted to put it on a big network and you want to publicize this this World Baseball Classic, put it on the big network because hell, Fox put on Friday night the a week late a week earlier the Big East tournament between Creighton and Xavier, and that drew a higher higher rating oh. than the World Baseball they, Classic. They, they, That's number one. They, they number no, no, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. USA Canada. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Number two. Number two. I can understand, you know, that you know Trout wanting to play, was having the best time of his life, and 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 Mookie Betts wanting to do this and everything like that. But you mean to tell me that for this championship game, you throw out a lifer from the Mets as your starting uh, starting pitcher, the a Met lifer. I forget his name off the top yeah. of my head. He Kelly. started the game, and he was the where you, you don't have a, a DeGrom, where you don't have a Kershaw, where you don't have – if this was a big publicized game, you would have those big starters in there, and they weren't in there. So that's why, you know, I, I, I think – I like the WBC in some aspects of it. You know, it's it's exhibition baseball. It gets the, it gets the publicity of Major League Baseball to start the season. But, here, but here's the thing. It doesn't do it well in ratings. It didn't do. It doesn't bring out the it, expert it players, and it doesn't do. And it doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything for me. It builds up. No, no, don't get me wrong. It builds up player. It builds up players' profiles. It builds up players' profiles. It builds up players. Well, let me finish. Let me finish. It builds up players' profiles. It builds up players' profiles. You look at Shohei Otani since the start of this tournament has gained 25 million more subscribers in all of his social media platforms. Now, don't get me wrong. That's right. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, okay? The U.S. market does not care about the WBC. It does not care about the WBC. Look at the the, the reason why. Because they're not promoting it. They didn't promote it well. They had the championship game on FS1. They had two. Two. A round-robin game and a a quarterfinal game on Fox. If you put that all on like how the World Cup is on Fox at all times and all hours, then you could honestly get a good rating and people would be interested in it. But no. But no. They put it on FS1. They put it on FS2. And that was... And then half the market can't get those games. I can't understand that. 
Well, why are they? Why would they do? They have over forty-five million people in Japan watch the semifinal between the quarterfinal between Italy and Japan, but we can only draw a four-point-four for a championship game against Japan. Give me a break. Give me a break. The highest octave I think I've ever heard you hit there. And don't give me the don't give me that don't give me that oh all the majesty oh don't give me all the majesty of Otani versus Trout and the the spectacle and the main the main beautiful thing that it was. It wasn't Gibson versus Eckersley. It wasn't Ordonez versus Coughlin. It wasn't Davis versus Chapman. Those were not epic. Those were epic at bats. That Otani Trout bat was not an epic at bat. It was nothing. It was five straight pitches, and he went down swinging. Twenty-fifth time in Trout's career, he's he swung out three strikes, swing and miss. Yes, like. One of the nastiest sliders you will ever see. You had two 100-plus mile-per-hour fastballs that Trout couldn't even catch up with. Somebody that's regarded as the best player on earth couldn't touch Otani's stuff on a national scale with everything on the line. You, uh, you, It doesn't get more romantic than that. I don't know what you're thinking you would get out of the WBC. There's no then. better storyline coming out of the WBC no, than for it to end, end with exactly. Trout versus Otani. That played out exactly like That was like destiny. You guys are 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 not believing in the history that is of this game. I don't care. You, about the history of this game it means hear. more than anything else. Eckersley versus Gibson, Ordonez versus Sat, Davis versus Chapman, uh, Rose versus Miles. Those were epic at bats. Otani versus Trout is, and those are playoff and playoff games and regular season games that mattered. Then the WBC, so that's all exhibition games, Angels that doesn't mean anything. And what happened? Let me and let me bring up a third thing. Let me bring up a third thing. The WBC is the worst thing because it injures players. No. You have Altuve that's out now. You have Freeman that's out now. You have Diaz that's out now. That's going to screw everything up for all, all the rest of the teams. Injury. That wasn't during the game. It was a injury right now. Andy. Reese Hoskins got hurt on a routine yeah. ground ball today. That's I know. I saw the play happen today. In spring training. I saw it happen today. But Diaz, Diaz has no one to blame but himself because he celebrated it. But Altuve takes the pitch up and in and breaks his le- uh, it breaks his thumb. He's out six to eight weeks. Two. Because it meant something to him. As it did to clearly everybody. If you would have listened to one interview of any of the players. Even Francisco Lindor. Diaz's teammate. Would you? Ra- All right. This is important. All right. That the injuries can happen at any game. All right. Let me bring this up. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. What is more important? What would be more important? Winning the WBC or winning an Olympic gold medal for the Olympics when they come out in 2024 your, over you in France? You can compare the two. You can compare the two because it's all everybody's playing against each they other can, now. They could both be great. Yes. I I, I, I I totally totally disagree. It, it was it was great baseball. It was. I'm not it, it disagreeing. It's good. It's good exhibition baseball, but it's not. It's not. It's not pro. 
It's not. It's not. It's not. What do you mean it's not? Uh, it's good it, baseball. It, it, it's good it, baseball, but it's exhibition baseball. Play on the on on the on the global stage. Who's I? I disagree. I think it's, I think it's a, a spectacular thing. But you didn't hear that much publicity over it until did you we pay got. You did? It what? was everywhere, Andy. It was everywhere. No, it was not for me. I watched every. I looked at every, every, every ESPN thing, ESPN every Fox thing. They never they promoted it. The only time they would promote it is if you were watching the NASCAR race on Fox that Sunday, or if you're wa- or if you're flipping around and you say, "Oh, wait a minute, I found it on, I found it on FS1." But like I said, it was not publicized all that much. Like you see the Olympics happening, yes, like the was. World Cup happens, yes, like every Everybody other big major sporting about. event that happens in the Everybody United States. Everybody in baseball. Everybody in Andy, baseball loved it. You sound like an 85-year-old man that needs his nighttime pills. <laughs> I'm just That's a baseball like. I'm just a baseball purist here. Okay, I know the romanticized of this Otani Trout thing, but it's an exhibition game. That's all it is. It's not an epic at bat. It's not. It will never be an epic at bat. It will be a great at bat, but it's not an epic at bat. Like I said, Davis versus Chapman, Eckersley versus Gibson. Oh my god! Oh my god! Or Dodias versus Snell. That was all those big games. Oh Those are at bats. Hey, Andy, I have a question. Okay. Andy, I have a question. Who is who is Roki Sasaki? I have no <laughs> idea. Logan, who's Roki Sasaki? Well, you know, somebody that we wouldn't have gotten to see on this level. Exactly. Not he's, a, he's a twenty-one year old, twenty-one year old phenom. He hit what north of a hundred. North, no, he, he threw north of 100 miles an hour, uh, what, 15 pitches in a row or something? I, <laughs> oh, you're he's talking 21, about okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 21 years I old. <laughs> you're, I mean, you're literally talking DeGrom-level stuff, like like DeGrom-level stardom at 21 years of age. We won't be able to get over here for another four years because of the house Japan. Uh, so we had the pleasure of course. seeing him on this international stage yeah i just i Andy, I, you're missing I, out. I i i don't i just don't see it boys i don't see this wbc <laughs> crazy and i'm glad that we're not getting it until 2026 i'm glad we're not getting it till 2026 maybe they oh could do more God. promotion by 2025 you're not gonna get it next year because you're getting the olympics and that's more important than the wbc in my opinion no. The Olympics baseball. are more important WBC because it's, more it's as your country is rallying around that. Uh, WBCs are uh, exhibition games that just no. don't mean, pardon my language, don't mean shit in my opinion. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> oh don't God. mean shit. Pride. Nation's pride. I know it's, it's nation's pride. You, you, might, you might think it's nation's pride, but it's... but. Does it does it qualify you for the Olympics? Does it does it? The only thing that it does is does it give you extra pay for Major League Baseball? Does it do? do does it do something else? The Olympics else? are going to allow pro athletes to play baseball. I don't think they are. Yes, they are. They're commit. They're talking about it now. 
because they got to make the schedule for 2024 in the next uh, by the end of by the beginning of June. So the Olympic Committee, the OIOC, the AOC, OAC has to make the commitment to that. And if they're going to make the commitment to it, which it sounds like they are, because they're allowing the NHL back into the Olympics in the Winter Olympics, and they're going to allow Major League Baseball back into the back in the Olympics in 2024 in Paris. They're going to allow Major League players to play. The Olympics. The cameras, I mean, the media attention is not going to be directly on baseball. Oh, yes, it will be. Oh, yes, it will be if you put it in there. Oh, yes, it will be. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, I disagree. I disagree. If you think of it, if you think of the Summer Olympics, basketball, swimming, track and field, and now baseball. You put it in there, there's four right there. You throw in golf in there, that's five. That is five. That all get more publicity than baseball during during the yes, Olympics. But the Especially thing is, basketball. those games will start before the opening ceremonies. You will have the pool play games to get you going. All right, and that's where all the publicity will go first. They'll go into pool play. They'll start playing pool play, and then they'll go into the go into the round go into the round round. Uh, yeah, now you, you guys. You know, I'm, I'm glad I got you're, to see the thing is, you guys are a younger generation of baseball what? fans. Oh, you I, are a younger I, generation what? of baseball fans. Oh, yeah, you, I, you really are sixty-five. And, <laughs> I'm just telling oh, you, like it is. I, I, if 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 I'm I'm wrong about this, you know, you know that that I don't, I, I'm in the you're wrong the profession. Fan. You're the only person with this opinion. I guarantee it. I doubt it. Check it. Check and look and see what else other people have to say about it. I, I see nothing but great things. I don't see great things with this. So let's get into. Anybody else have an opinion about the World Baseball Classic before before? I think you know, we should talk about MLB before you stroke out. I think if we talk about the WBC anymore, you're gonna have a stroke. <laughs> so yeah, let's let's get into this upcoming season, the 2023 MLB regular season. And let's get into it. First of all... Are the, you sure you even want to talk about baseball? Yes, I do. It doesn't really sound like it. Yes, I do. I do want to talk about baseball. I do want to talk about baseball. And, and, but the, but uh, I'm not going to go into more about the WBC. If you want my opinion about it, listen to my regular show. Um, Nobody wants your opinion about oh, it. Oh, wow. Thanks. You have more? Yeah, I have you more. You have more where that came <laughs> from? Yeah. yeah. That's just abbreviated version. That's just abbreviated. Old man yells at cloud. Thanks. So let's get into the let's get into the twenty twenty three regular season. For me, the fact is that the twenty twenty three season is going to be entered into with with the new rule changes. The rule changes are really going to, I think, change up a little bit of this twenty twenty three season, in my opinion. And I, I was wondering if you guys had your opinion about the pitch clock first and foremost. Do you think that this is going to be a benefit for pitchers, or a, or or is it going to hurt? Hurt the batter. I'm gonna hear your opinion first, Logan. Well, it helps the pitcher, for sure. And especially these pitchers that use like a quick pitch technique. Now it's gonna be within legal binding, right? So mm-hmm. if it, it, it doesn't help the batter any. You're gonna see it, it's gonna lead to a lot shorter games. So if that's what people wanted, then that's what they're going to get. And if that draws more people to the game where they can watch it on t- t- on television more and only sit there for two hours and 20 minutes instead of three, 
I'm I'm all for it, right? Yeah, I mean, I could I could see I could see that. Uh, Lucas, your opinion on the pitch clock for the season? Um, I mean, I mean, it already shows how it's how it's speeding the game up. Um, you're talking it's it's knocking twenty, thirty, forty minutes off from these games, which is crazy. Um, again, I mean, it's it's a way for the sport to try to um, pull in the younger, you know, our generation or Logan's not, not your generation. Oh. But, <laughs> <laughs> but pulling pulling in the younger generation. Um, I mean, I'm kind. Of, it's I, it's kind of bittersweet for me. I I do think. I, I'm sure players. It'll take some. It'll continue to take some adjusting too before it fully clicks for both pitchers and batters. Um, I think I, one concern I do have is if it, if it does. I, I think it could lead to. I, I, I think it could lead to injury. Actually, I, I, I just. Yep. I, I feel. Yep. I feel like because it's kind of like a rushed. I don't. Know, I, there's something about like the rushed delivery. Um, I don't know. I just I think that could be something that we see. I'm not a doctor, but um, but I, I mean it speeds the game up. Which for me, like if I go to a baseball game, I want to sit. You know, in the summertime, I want to sit in the sun and you know eat a couple hot dogs and drink a few beers. Like I don't want to be in and out in like hour in like two hours. Like I want to hang out for a while. So, no, it kind of ruins the social but... aspect of the, watching the game, right? Yeah, yeah. it kind of does. It's, yeah, what I, I enjoy I, the most. Right, exactly. So that's the one thing. It's like, eh, I'm not super thrilled about it, but you know, other you know, other rule changes. I I don't know, Andy. I don't know what you want to bring up next. Uh, well, about the shift, uh, the, the, the shift is the next thing. You know, with the no shift is that's going to be interesting for me because you know the the defensive alignment is going to be it's, it, it it changes a little bit of this it, of the tactics and managing a player and 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 managing. Managing his hitting, the the batter's hitting style because it's, I think I think it's gonna be I I think it's gonna be it could be a benefit in some aspects, but it could also be it could also be a bit of a, you know a bit of a bit of a struggle. What's your opinion, Lucas, on the shift? I, I love it. I mean, I think it's I think with the shift we're getting back to um, I, or with I mean getting rid of the shift. I, I think we're back to like the classic American game of baseball. Um, which I, I like, you know, your position, you you play your, you play your position as, as it always was, um, which I like, I, I mean, it, it is going to lead to more offense. Um, I think, I think we're going to see pitching numbers really take a hit this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, uh, it's, it's interesting because like they're, you know, cause with the shift, like you, um, it's a really analytical approach to the game. You studying, studying where you know hitters tendencies and you know getting rid of the shift i mean that's that's gonna it's gonna hurt one breed of hitters that it's gonna hurt one breed of hitters and it's gonna help another breed you know it's uh i think uh interesting i i'm excited i i'm glad that uh the shift is gone because i i don't know when when there's something like that feels weird when you see your shortstop out in left field, you see mm-hmm. your second baseman, you know, in, yeah. in shallow right or shallow center. It's just kind of, I don't know. To me, that's not that's not second base. That's not shortstop. So yeah, Logan, your opinion on the shift? Well, when you think about players specifically, think about like Joey Gallo. How the shift 
I mean, took his average down almost 100 points, right? Mm-hmm. So you're going to have pool hitters that are going to obviously benefit from that because now it's like you can't really have two people playing on left field or right field within reason. So it'll, it'll cause more. This will be higher offensive numbers this year. And, again, if that's what it takes to uh, make the game more attractive, I'm all for it. Um, we've had pretty, like, some of the best pitching numbers of all time recently. And it'll be really interesting to see who sticks out as carrying that same uh, ERA with all that. Who's able to maintain that even with the return of not having a shift? Because you're really going to see how talented some of these guys are or how many of them were benefiting directly from the shift. Exactly. It's a new era of baseball we're setting up. For. Yeah, and then speaking, yeah, speaking of that, going into the final one of the final rule changes is the base size. We're now going from basically a smaller base size to almost like a size of a pizza box, and yeah, and, and and with that in mind, I think does this mean now? Because I, I haven't heard anything about it lately. I I haven't heard it in any of the interviews I've heard with Rob Manford or I haven't heard anything from the rules committee about this. But this, with now the bases being larger, does this now eliminate the neighborhood rule where since now the bases are a little bit larger that you don't have to slide into the base because it's because of that? I, I, I haven't heard anything about it, but I think it's a benefit for player safety in some aspects. But also at the same time too, if it if it eliminates neighborhood play, then you know I'm I'm fine with it. But you know I I I I'm fine with a, a bigger base for player safety purposes. And what's your guys' opinion? I'll go well, with you, Lucas. This, go ahead. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think the bigger bases. It's uh, you know you look at you know the, the three big rule changes. You have. You know, we're going to have shorter games where we're going to have more runs. We're going to have more stolen bases. <laughs> so it's kind of like, you know, it feels like kind of like how do you, how, how are the games shorter, but there's more action going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I think it's, I think, I think it's going to be, if you play fantasy baseball, I think it's going to be a real good year for fantasy baseball yeah. from an offense perspective. Because <laughs> uh, I, I think we're going to see a lot more stolen bases and um, yeah, you'll see a lot more. A lot more hits, you know, a lot more singles, doubles. Um, last year, I, I thought last year's, I don't know what, what the deal is with the baseballs, but, you know, last year it seemed like a home, home run uh, montage all season long. They were juiced. They were definitely they juiced. I think they were yeah, more hurried I, up from Rawlings last year. What the I report was. juiced for, for Aaron Judge's for Yankees games. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love Throwing it. tennis balls out at them. Yeah. Logan, you're <laughs> feeling on the. You're feeling on the bases. This ball, let's cut away from uh, this college football game, right? Yeah. <laughs> remember that saga? Oh, Can yeah, I remember that saga. Logan, you're feeling on the bases? God, I love baseball. However, don't take it away from my college football in the middle of a play. What, what the hell were they thinking? <laughs> All right, anyway. So this is the only one where I kind of have issue with because – why make all the bases bigger? I don't think that was necessary. First base, sure, if you want to make it a safety thing, right? Yeah. But second and third, it's just you're going to ask for more steals, and especially with the new rules with pitch count or with the uh, pitch clock and all that. There's also, I believe, there was a rule where you can only throw back twice. Correct. That's correct. So you're going to have 
pretty much a green light once that happens. You, you, you're going to know there's going to be some player out there, let's say uh, Trey Turner, quickest player in the league, right? <coughs> MVP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's dropping, <laughs> dropping stuff out before him, right? <laughs> yeah, a little foreshadowing. They're gonna t- somebody's gonna take advantage of. They're gonna find the system that works, and we're gonna see a lot of steals this year. I don't know what number I'm thinking, but I don't know if that's yep. necessarily a good thing. Uh, but it's definitely gonna make for more offense, and I think that's what they were uh, really trying to manufacture here. Yep. So, yeah, I wouldn't want to be a pitcher this year. I think it's going to be yeah. a very offense-heavy season. We're going to see double-digit games. I mean, I don't know how much I appreciate that, but I mean, we'll see. It'll be yeah. some growing pains. It'll definitely be some growing pains for what's uh, what's upcoming in the into this upcoming season. I, I, I'm more interested this year, too. Also, we've got new faces and new places for the 2023 season, of course. Uh, Lucas mentioned it earlier that uh, with uh, Girardi gone, Rob Rob Thompson comes into now into the full role as the manager of the Phillies. You've got you've got crazy Phil Nevin now managing the LA Angels. You've got John Schneider out in Toronto, which is going to be interesting. But the big one for me is Texas getting Bruce Bochy. I think that's a very very good signing for them, especially about the, what. I think it will actually. I think you know you have a World Series caliber manager helping that young team out. They could make a surprise out there. Um, uh-huh. But then uh-huh. you have the White okay. Sox with Pedro Gafron, who's just absolutely terrible. Grisfall, which is absolutely terrible, and I don't know why the White Sox decided to go after him. But you know, it's it'll be interesting to see what. Where you know new faces, new places is going to be fun, especially now. You know, you see the Mets going out and going big and strong with the rotation, especially getting Justin Verlander. Now you got Verlander and Scherzer in into the rotation. I mean, it, they they've got something going there in the in the NL East that's going to. But you lose Diaz. Yeah, you lose Diaz in in that aspect, but but at the same time too, can do you really need to have your closer? Come into the games when your 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 starting pitching is going to be a little bit at least dominant in the regular season. It's the Mets; they're cursed. No, that's true. <laughs> that's true in some aspects. Season, aspect. you need a closer in it. I know. Uh, you guys have any yeah. any player six, move any play any player movement that you think is going <laughs> to be key for this twenty twenty three season for 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 this upcoming season? Also, got to make mention Say of this, that again. Uh, players that are on the players that were on the move. And there are new locations in 2023. Anybody feel like there's anybody that's going to be making more of an impact in their... Oh, the obvious one. Come on. You know where you're yeah. going. You know where I'm going to go with it, too. Well, go I with mean, it. <laughs> How many home runs did Trey Turner hit in the World Baseball Classic? Was it uh, six? six, I think? I believe so. Record. <laughs> and, they don't, and they don't count I, in the MLB. I just, you know, I, I heading into the... I was going to say, like, you know, when, when they sign... When the... When, the Phillies signed Bryce Harper uh, four years ago. You know, heading into the offseason, the big thing was like, okay, is it going to be Machado, Machado or Harper? Who are they going to go after? And I, 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 I mean, I love Machado. Like, or I, I don't love Machado, but I, you know, he's a hell of a baseball player. But I really wanted Harper. And, like, they got him. I was like, holy shit, they got Bryce Harper. And then this offseason, like, I, I've always, like, Trey Turner's game is he's just, he's a star, you know, and, 
I just, you know, with the Nationals and then, you know, heading over to L.A. And uh, I just, I, I wanted nothing more than for, for the Phillies to give Trey Turner a blink check. And seeing that come to fruition, like, oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm so stoked. Like, you know, I, I was afraid they were going to end up with Bogarts. Like, I, you know, or, you know, with, the, with with due respect to Xander Bogarts, I I just, I think Trey Turner's a, a couple levels above him. Oh, yeah. Um but I think, you know, reunited with Bryce, and uh, I think he's just going to fit right into that clubhouse, and I think he's going to make, not even as a Phillies fan, I, I think he's going to make a great impact on that club. And it kinda, he had some more legitimacy. Um, you know, like I alluded to earlier, you know, John Middleton opening opening the pocketbooks, you know, starting to pay star players to kind of, because the Phillies have never had a strong farm system. Uh, luckily, we have, we have some real good arms uh, in the system now. Um, but, uh, you know, Andrew Painter and McAble and Griff McGarry, um, I, I can't wait to see, uh, Andrew Painter at some point in the season when he has some soreness in his, in his elbow, hopefully he'll mm-hmm. have to do surgery, but, um, but it can be, yeah, just throwing money at star players. I think it, 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 that proved to be a good formula last year. You know, every, everything clicked. Um, Reese Hoskins injury today, that sucks. I don't know what, I don't know what the... It's it's bad. It's bad. They announced it just a little bit ago. It's MR, MRI revealed that first baseman Troy uh, uh, Hoskins tore left ACL in today's game. Oh, he will require man. surgery, so that means it looks like he will be done for the season, unfortunately. Oh man, that, that first, we got to get a first baseman now. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to go after and go get a first baseman for the season. Um, I I, I gotta I say, Garrett Subs a catcher, put Roma to it first. Yeah, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe that that could be that could be a true option. Uh, for Logan's sake, and you know, this is the last year we're gonna get Miguel Cabrera in a Tiger uniform this year, as he announced that he will be retiring at the end of the 2023 season. Uh, Logan, your your thought your thoughts on Miguel? Because I mean, you 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 grown you grown up watching him as a Tiger, so uh, your thoughts. Speaking of Tigers, first, in response to Reese Hoskins, uh, do you know who the backup first baseman is <laughs> for the Phillies? Um. Oh, he was wasn't he in the uh, Tigers organization? Oh, yeah, um, he sure was. Oh, uh, it's like Cody Clemens. Cody okay. Clemens is the backup person. Cody Clemens. That's not ironically. That's not what I was thinking of. <laughs> what are you thinking, Chris Shelton <laughs> or Josh Harrison? Maybe. Yeah. I think they got hit by a ticket. Uh, so, yeah. what were you saying, Andy? Sorry. About Cabrera, I wanted your your opinion. This is Cabrera's last oh, season in the, as, as, a, as a Tiger, and I wanted your thoughts on, you know, you've grown up watching Cabrera your, basically almost yeah. your entire life, and you're going to see him finish his career off with the Tigers. Uh, I want your, your opinion on that. Yeah. I have been watching him my entire life. He was uh, started playing in, what, 97? Two yeah. years before I was born? Yep. Um, well... Yeah, this it's gonna hurt a little bit. I, uh, as you know, I'm rooted for the Tigers and Indians, Guardians, whatever. My entire life, right? So, growing up in Michigan, uh, we were the Tigers were more accessible, uh, and the Tigers were better during my, during my uh, childhood there. 
So I just a ton of memories. My first ball game, he hit a home run back in a just oh eight. Yeah. At Comerica. Um saw him hit four ninety eight, which was awesome. He had that against the Angels. Um you saw him hit RBI two nine it's two nine nine six two. Um, just every, I mean, I've been to probably twenty, twenty five, thirty five, somewhere in there. Miguel Cabrera games, and uh, it's just it's gonna feel really weird not to see him after this year because uh, he's just what you think of when you think of the Detroit Tigers. I mean, his number will be up there. If it's not there right at the last game of the season, I'll be a little disappointed. He definitely deserves to be up there. Yeah. Uh, one of the best pure hitters we've ever seen play the game, and especially that triple crown season. I mean, I don't think we'll ever see anybody be that good. Mm-hmm. Not in this common era of baseball now. Right, right, right. I just, I know he's fallen off in later years, but hopefully he can have a decent year this year. I know it's a common Tigers thing to say that Mickey looks like he's in the best shape of his life every offseason. <laughs> it's like a ritual. Yeah, he looks like he's in the best shape of his life this offseason. So, <laughs> yeah. hopefully he's got one more in him. I'm, it's really unfortunate that he's going to have to do it on probably a 100-loss ball club for like the third time in as, as many years. Uh, but, yeah, this is it's going to hurt. It's going to be like losing somebody that feels like a friend to you. Yep. Um, and and this and with yeah. and with Cabrera finish, finishing out with the Tigers, he is the final piece of that big trade that they made with Dontrell Willis, uh, Carlos Guillen, and Pudge Rodriguez and Miguel Cabrera were the four pieces that they shipped over there during the Dombrowski era, and he was the fu- he's the final piece of that whole thing, uh, is yep. still playing in baseball to this day, and you know it is just. Um, you know, he is he is a treasure. He is a, he is an icon in in Detroit sports, in my opinion. When you think of the Tigers, you think you I for me, I think of K line. I think of I think of Norm Cash, and I think of, of and I think of Miguel Cabrera as the top three hitters in my life. Well, Cabrera being the number one in my lifetime, seeing him and just hearing the stories of K line and Norm Cash and all these great Tiger hitters in, from the past, from the from the start of the. And Ty Cobb, too, at the same time. All these great Tiger hitters that we've had in the long time. Cabrera, in our era, is the modern day, is the, is, is the best hitter in Detroit Tiger history, in my opinion. And oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. And, you know, what he was able to provide for the club over these past few years, especially when, you know, when all the, when it was dismant when the team was basically dismantled, he was still the pit, the pillar and the cornerstone of Tiger baseball. And with him finishing up his career in Detroit, I'm just I'm just glad that he's going to finish off this season. You know, you're going to get those get those nights when he's on the road for the one night when they're going to honor him with like a broken bat statue or or uh, you know you're gonna you're gonna see all that. You're gonna see the final curtain calls for some yeah. for some nights. And when he's in in a building that you know that has history like Fenway and like Yankee Stadium, as yeah. well as you know, and you'll have people there to watch him. I wanted to break and, this. I forgot to mention this in the for this upcoming season too, gentlemen. How do we feel about everybody playing everybody this year? 
It's great for baseball. I think it is. I really do. I was I, looking at the Tigers' schedule the other day, and they have weekend series against uh, Arizona, Houston. Um, who else they got? I believe they play the Dodgers on, at home on a weekend. I just like just looking at the schedule as a whole. It is like the nicest looking schedule because it's like I don't think I've ever seen that many attractive games on a schedule because it's like okay. The Tigers would play their NL. One of their NL, NL series would be against the Pirates, which who gives a shit? Yeah, I don't understand why they see why they give the Tigers and the Pirates are the two rival t- rival teams against each other. Yeah, but, or but that was back ball, when Jim Leland was running the team. That was the know. thing. Hey, my Phillies will be in uh, in Cleveland in July. Well, there you go. There well, you go. Stoked. I think I'm gonna go to all three games. <laughs> I want to at least. Is that gonna be? Is that during the week or during the weekend? Uh it's actually it's during the week. I think I took a screenshot. Yeah. I'll be seeing them on the. Yeah, uh, well, I know it's a it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You, it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, but I don't know if you saw. So Friday night they could do Dollar Dog Guardians. Night that Friday night. Would they release this year? I don't know if all teams are doing it or just the Guardians. Forty nine dollars. Yeah. I'm stoked. <laughs> that that's a great deal too, you know. And yeah, you know, got every home game. Are you kidding me? Forty nine dollars. Hoping the Tigers would do something like that. I mean, I'm they, like they do do that. They do Detroit, do that every year, Logan. From Cleveland, they, so they do do they that do 40, every. They, they do, do forty nine dollar one. They do one for every month. They do like the whole pass, like the April pass. Yeah, you okay, see, but and then they do a May pass, like a and then a June pass, plan. and a July pass. But, I'll tell you what, if I had to watch that much Tigers baseball, I'd probably hate myself. So <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to go to that many Tigers games. It'd be really exciting for the first month of the half, and then you'd just become a chore where you'd be like, God, what have I done to myself? It'd be kind of like my Brown season tickets. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they better not put the Tigers on FS1. <laughs> oh, yeah. Burn it down. Well, I... The, Going into that really quickly, just 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 the thing, the whole oh, Bally Bally Sports yeah, falling like bank, Bally Sports going into bankruptcy. You know, I think in my opinion, this is a great thing for MLB baseball because then they can go in and sell the rights off, and they they can go in for a renegotiation of rights, and it could be better for them. I think I you, certainly mixed when it was Fox Sports, Detroit, yeah, but. Fox Sports I, Ohio and and and, the thing and is I like Sports the Time Ohio. Commentators aren't great. I mean, I'd love to get Mario and Rod back, but obviously that'll never happen. You realize that Rod Allen is doing games out in Arizona with the Diamondbacks. Yep, he's doing games. Mario I, I, was. Where's Mario at these days? I, I, the last time I heard something, he was in the Pittsburgh organization on the AT and T Sportsnet Pittsburgh for Pirates games. He deserves better than that, poor guy. Well, well, when you get when you fight in a hotel lobby, you know, and and and, and Miguel Cabrera's wife isn't there. Whoa! Oh yeah, what are you gonna do? Well, should happen. Should, so should we get into the divisions? All right, all right. We, we might never get there, actually. We might. We, <laughs> we're going to get to the divisions right now, gentlemen. As you're listening to a special edition of All Andy Alfred, the MLB Triangle Table, if you want to say it, Triangle Table, right here on the Spotify Podcast Network, and uh, 
gonna dive. Hopefully, people I... still be listening after they get through your brand about <laughs> baseball classic. You know, they they will. But uh, but let's now get <laughs> let's now get into the divisions and the standings races, and here are our predictions for this upcoming season. Hi, folks. This is Andy Elford, the host of All Andy Elford. I want to talk to you tonight about one of my favorite apps out there regarding of sports gambling, and that is the Barstool Sportsbook. Whether it be money lines, prop bets, uh, over-unders, you name it, the Barstool Sportsbook has everything covered for you. Whether it be for the March Madness, whether it be for the NHL, for the NHL playoffs, MLB starting up pretty soon, as well as the NBA, and so much more sports to gamble, the Barstool Sportsbook is for you. Remember, to gamble responsibly, if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As well as find the Barstool Sportsbook on any of your platform devices, whether it be on iOS, Android, or on your tablet. The Barstool Sportsbook, the official the official Lions sponsor for all Andy Elford. So it's now time to hear our predictions for the 2023 MLB season. We will also go, we'll also hear our over, I'll give you, gentlemen, I'll give you names from teams and the over-unders on certain teams. But first and foremost, uh, who would like to lead off for uh, the standings and we'll, we'll actually actually we'll go through each we'll go through each division and we'll start first and foremost with the National League and we're going to start off with probably one of the easiest divisions I think to predict in the National League is and that is the National League West I think the Dodgers are still going for me I'll, I'll go first I think the oh. Do, I think the Dodgers are a team out there that you know will still still reign supreme out in the NL West I think that they're really really good this year. I have them winning the division, and then I in second. I have the pod. I, so. I I have the Padres, and second, and actually, it's one of those things that I think the Padres are a little bit better this year. They're going to be competing more and more. But I have the Padres in second. I have the Giants in third, Arizona in fourth, and Colorado in fifth. Uh, who would like to go next for the West? I mean, yeah, I have I, I have the Padres winning. I think the Dodgers are going to take a step back this year. They lose Trey Turner. Um, you know, I, Kershaw is not what he used to be. Walker Buehler's out. I mean, I, and they, I mean, they still have a great – they lost Justin Turner. Um, I, you know, I think they lost some leadership in, the, in that, in that uh, clubhouse. And, I, you know, I – I mean, Mookie Betts is still great. You know, they lost – Bellinger's gone. I mean, they, they lost a lot of pieces from their core. Yeah. And so I, I think it's I think it's very viable that you're going to see them – you're going to see them slip a little bit. Um, I, yeah, I think the, the Padres, I think, you know, second year under Bob Melvin, um, Machado re-upped, full year with Juan Soto. Tatis, you know, he comes back. I mean, I, I think they, I think the Padres would be a tough out in that division. Padres got um, Bogarts too, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they got Bogarts. I, I do have, I, you know, this, this could be a little strange, but I do have Arizona finishing third in the division. Okay, uh-huh. I think, I, I think San Fran. I, I just, you know, I, too, I, I don't, know, I just don't, I'm not as big a believer in them. Uh, a couple years ago, they, they kind of came out of nowhere. Um, under Gabe Kapler last year, they were still they were pretty consistent. 
um, slipped a little bit. I think this year, I, I don't know. I'm just, I, they, they don't really have, you know, they, they were chasing judge. They were chasing, uh, Correa. They're, they're, yeah, they were chasing Korea. You know, they, they really wanted to throw big money at somebody could, could, you know, nobody couldn't get anybody to come to town. Um, I, I just, they don't really have any star power. I mean, Posey's been gone. Um, Brandon Crawford's another year older. I, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I, I think I, I don't know. I, I, not too high on them this year. And then Colorado in the basement. Um, again, I just, I, yeah, Colorado's kind of a dumpster fire. So. <laughs> <laughs> Logan? But no way out of sight. Inside, I should say. Whoa. I have the Padres first. I think once Tatis gets back, they're really going to be humming. Uh, you, you think overall, at the lineup standpoint, the only team, only team that's going to challenge them in terms of star power is probably, man, between the Angels and the Phillies, which is, and the Braves. So those three. Um, the Dodgers, I think, like I said, they're going to take a step back. With Trey Turner, Bellinger. Um, I think that'll be pretty apparent early. I think the difference this year will be that the Padres create a little separation at the beginning. When in past years, the Dodgers have gotten off to a good enough start where they are five games up by the end of the first month, and then there's literally no looking back the entire year, right? Mm-hmm. We've seen that year in and year out re- recently where it's been that same storyline where it's like, well, the Padres might catch up with them, or the Giants might catch up with them, but they're just too far out of it. But I also have the D-backs in third. I think the D-backs could be hanging somewhere around 500, maybe a little over it. Mm-hmm. They got that Corbin Carroll kid who's going to be a stud. Mm-hmm. Be his coming out party. Marte, is that him? Yeah. All right. And then Giants and Rockies. Like, Giants will probably be hanging out around 500 as well. The Rockies probably going to lose 100. I think you guys convinced me a little bit. I might flip it. I'm thinking I'm going to take the Padres to win the division. Oh, no. No, 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 you can't do that. See, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing, gentlemen. Gentlemen, I have my prediction on how many wins and losses I have. I have the Dodgers at 96 and 65, and I also have the Padres at 96 and 65. Take the under. Take the under. Probably on both, actually, unfortunately. Yeah. You think it'd take because if you look at it right now, according to according to the Vegas odds right now, for the for the National League, the old, the Dodgers are favored by ninety six and a half games right now. Okay. And then the Padres are at ninety three and a half. I'll tell you what, Andy, my reasoning there is I think Look at I think there's gonna be a lot of wins in the NL East. Yeah. More so than the NL West. Okay. So I know we'll get to that, but I think that's where I'm getting under ninety six and a half. Okay. So you think also, so you think so you both are considering total. that the Dodgers are at they're gonna be under the ninety six and a half total. Am I correct on that? Well, not by far. I think they're that's at like that they're I think they're at the I think they're at the ninety six mark. At the ninety six mark, and then I, I I have the pot I have the Padres I have the I have the Padres the Padres according to the sports book has the Padres at ninety three and a half wins I think that's definitely an over for them 
I think they get to the 96 wins too. They have the Giants at 81 and a half. They have the... I think they're even, right right on that. Yeah, Arizona's at 74 and a half. Over. Yeah, and Colorado's 65 and a half. That's about even. I think it's about even for Colorado right there. All right, so now let's get into the... Let's get into the bread and butter. Let's get into Lucas's area, and that is the National League East. And I'll let Lucas lead lead it all off first. Now, Lucas, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it, not not that it's a homer call, but I don't think last year was a fluke. I think the Phillies are going to be here to stay. I think uh, Bryce. I mean, he, he won't be there to start the year, but I think once he, I think you know Trey Turner and Schwarber, and I think Cassianos is going to have a bounce back year. I think I think they're gonna hold the fourth down pretty solidly until uh, Bryce gets back, and then when he comes back, hopefully, you know, maybe July, August. I, I think that's gonna be a huge boost for the lineup. Um, I think the pitching. I, I think Zach Wheeler continues to be one of the most underrated arms in baseball. Um, I, I think he, he's been he he and Nola have both been so durable, and I just you know you look at the numbers. Wheeler has been outstanding. Um, I think yeah, eventually getting Andrew Painter into the rotation. Um, I think I think, and they've added a lot of bullpen arms. A lot of you know they added a lot of veterans. Um, you know, Craig Kim- Craig Kimbrell comes to mind. I mean, he's he's not who he used to be, but you know, still you know in the back back half of the rotation with Sir Anthony Dominguez and Jose Alvarado, and uh, you know they have a lot of flamethrowers in that bullpen and guys with a lot of experience. Um, so I, I think the Phillies. I think Dave Dombrowski has done a great job stacking a stacking a quality clubhouse. Um, the Braves are tough to beat. They're going to be a tough out. Um, they have the youngest, most star, most like impressive core in baseball. Um, their ability to lock up their young talent is like is second to none. Um, I, yeah, I think I, they're they're a scary team for sure. Um, but we, we proved we can beat them. You know, we beat them last year. We proved that was possible, and I, I think they can do it again. Um, Full year with Acuna healthy. I mean, he's obviously, obviously he has the potential to be the best player in baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'm sticking them at second. I think the Mets slotted behind them. Adding star power in Verlander, that's great for the rotation to replace, you know, losing to Grom to Texas. Um, losing Edwin Diaz is really going to hurt. Um, you know, you think of a hundred million dollar closer, you know, the contract they just gave him and his, you know, his his performance last season, you know, what he did, like, man, he's scary to face, you know, especially think of in the postseason. Um, so losing him is huge for that team. Um, obviously, you know, you still have, you still have your core, you still got, uh, um, Lindor and, um, you know, you never know what Steve Cohen's going to do. You never know who's going to throw money at next. But they had Cody. They they got Cody Senga, right? The yeah, pitcher from Korea or Japan. Yeah. Um, and interested to see what he does in the rotation as well. It gives him gives them some more depth. Um, but again, I think the Phillies and Braves are going to be tough outs up at the top of the division. And then the bottom fillers, the Marlins, and the Nationals. I don't really think much changes there. I think the Nationals are in for a real rough season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, they sold out. They sold out for that championship. Yes, they did. Yeah, I think yeah, they're, yeah. They're more than willing to pay the price here the next few years. So. Mm-hmm. Logan, your uh, your your predictions for the NL East. I'll tell you what. 
out of all of baseball, this is probably the tightest, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the way I see it, I think Acuna, he's going to have another MVP style season, caliber season. He's my MVP. Um, you just start looking at the roster: Matt Olson, Austin Riley. Austin Riley's a stud. Yes, he is. Sean Murphy. They have Sean Murphy now to that lineup. He's not even going to have to play at full-time at catcher. You can swing him over to DH. Atlanta, like you said, they keep their talent. And then they have been able to steal from the athletics. So, basically using the athletics as their farm team, right? Exactly. (laughs) So... Man, they're loaded, and I think they got the best roster in baseball. So we'll see, but I think anything for them short of the World Series is going to be a letdown. Yeah. But moving on from that, I think then you got Phillies and Mets are going to be tight knit. I think with Diaz coming out and kind of changes it for me, I would have said Mets and Buff Phillies. Yeah. Now. <laughs> I like the microphone. <laughs> I was gonna say, was that me? Yeah, that's you, brother. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, shit. What We're talking about the bets. About the bets. The there we go. Meet the Mets. Meet the Mets. Come right out and greet the Mets. There we go. We're off the rails. Yes, we are. <laughs> Mets and Phillies, they're going to be close, man. So, yeah. He has injury changes things. So, the Reese Hoskins injury changes things too, right? So, yeah. you're going to stay close. I think, like I said earlier, that this is where the most wins in the league are going to stack up. Mm-hmm. Like, I think all three of those teams could win 90. I think Atlanta probably wins 100. Oof. But the Mets and the Phillies, man, probably somewhere in the mid-90s. Mm-hmm. So that's a toss-up. I don't want to say two or three for either of them. And then four and five, whichever way you want to shake it, Miami is going to be uh, – what? They could have another Cy Young, Cy Young wondering with Sandy. Yeah. And they have Jazz Chisholm, who – Yeah, that's good. I, I'll be interested to see if he's a Marlin by, by uh, mid-July. Yeah, for trade deadline sake. Um, yeah. I think you'd like to see a player like that stay where he – comes up at, but when you get that star power, you don't want to waste it in Miami, unfortunately. Right. Nationals, the Nationals might lose 110, 116. They might not win 50 games. I, like I said, they're paying for that championship, and I don't think they're going to complain about it. Yeah. They've got one, and they're they're happy with it. it. So, so, so you have Atlanta, and then for either second being the Mets it's and the Phillies. Tie. Let's just go straight tie. Straight tie? So straight yep, two, to, and then four or five is... a wild card, they'd have to play a one-game tiebreaker, which would be ex- exceptional. Okay. Okay, that's... Could you imagine? Yeah. For me, it's... I really don't want to see that. Yeah, you don't want to see that. <laughs> you definitely don't want to see that. They give Lucas a heart attack right there. For me, it's it, it's not pretty chalk. Uh, after the Diaz injury, the, I, I really... I thought... Before the Diaz injury, I thought that the Mets had the best had the best chance to win this division of how much they have invested, 
And then the Diaz injury happens, and then that just shook up a lot for me. I have Atlanta winning the division. I have them winning it, like, basically not by at least two or three games. I have them winning it in second. I have the Mets in second. Um, and unfortunately, I have the Phillies in third. I think the... I think if Diaz does get healthy, but I think he's done. I think what they said he's done. He's for the, done. He's done for the season. That hurt their case for winning the division. If he was, if it was only going to be like a two to three month injury, there could be a possibility that they could come back for it. He could come back, but this is done for the season. Uh, I mean, Lindor's gonna. Lindor's good. Uh, I Pete Alonso is going to be some something. For this upcoming season, he's got to he's got to really step into the more into the into the fray of the Met uh, being a Met. Uh, but the rotation with Scherzer, Verlander, you know, they bolstered that rotation up. I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, but like like we said earlier, you need a closer to close the game out. Now it's closer by committee. They don't really have a true number one closer now with Diaz injured. I think that's going to affect them tremendously. So I have the Mets in second. Phillies, I think, are going to take a are, are going to take a little bit of a step back, but not too much of a step back. They'll get into the wild card race. I, I think they'll get into the wild card game. I With, think we can agree that those three teams that we're talking about there—the Phillies, the Mets, and the Braves—will make the playoffs. Yeah, we can all three agree. I think that those yeah. three teams are going to make the playoffs. And then I have Miami in fourth, and then I have Washington in in fifth. Uh, according to the book right now, Washington is the over under on their wins is fifty nine and a half right now. Under that's definitely under. under. That's sad as that. Atlanta Atlanta is fitted at yeah, 90, 96 and a half. Under. I think I they're. I think. I think over is uh, or yeah, goes there. I, I, I the, Me- the, the Mets. This is this is the the Mets right now. This is currently with the Mets right now is at ninety four and a half. Man, that's tough. That's tough, man. I feel like it's right on. <laughs> uh, and then the Phillies are at 89 and a half. I think over. 89? Are you kidding me? 89 and a I half. I no credit. Over. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> close, close to the over, too. So, I think Reese hurts, man. I yeah. think that hurts a few games. It does. It does. I, we needed a bounce back year from him. And, um, now, and now it's... Or, well, no, I, no, I correct myself. This was... This was, you know, this was his last year you know, under contract. So it was, it was going to be a make or break year. Like, what are they going to do with him? Um, yeah, it does hurt. It, it takes away from some depth. Uh, I'm certainly, yeah, absolutely. especially not having Bryce for at least the first half of the season. Yep. So, yeah. so yeah. So then that brings us to the final division, which is a local division in in some aspect, which is the National League Central. The one you were avoiding. We know. Yeah, the National League Central, which You're is. You're avoiding this one. Yeah, I know. I'm avoiding this one like. <laughs> Like COVID nineteen, um, so it, if you don't mind, gentlemen, I'm going to lead off with this one. Uh, I know Logan, it would be your turn, but I, I, I got, I got, I got the Central Division. This year for the Reds, this is going to be absolutely terrible. I mean, this is this is a year where it's going to be another year of a waste for Joey Votto, and I think this is honestly this could be Votto's last season with the Reds. Um, it's a young, very, else, very, though. very young team this year. Owners, what is he like? Thirty-eight. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, he's not going anywhere. Well, yeah, but I, 
I don't think like Papa Bear to that team. Yeah, if you lose Joey Votto, then you basically lose the franchise, basically, in my opinion. And and for me, the Reds. I, I for me, I've been looking at the Reds roster for this upcoming season, and I just don't see any where or any way in any shape of how of how this team is going to be anything good this year. I mean, it's hard to name a single major league player on their roster. Yes, I can name you some. Besides, besides Joey, besides Joey Votto, can you name another? Kino, Kino's still there. Yes, I mean, I like Jonathan India. He is he is a great India India place there. But if you think about it, other than that, you got Buck Farmer. You got Jonathan India got traded to Mariners. No, he's with the he's with the with the Reds. He's been with the Reds. He was drafted by the Reds. He's still with the Reds. He's under the contract. Oh, I'm thinking of Winker. Sorry. Yeah, Jesse Winker, that's what you're thinking of. But you got Nick Sedell out in center field. That's going to be okay. Uh, you got Tyler Stevenson, who's still behind the plate, who's still really good. You got Spencer Sturr at third base. But other than that, your rotation is Luke Weaver. Uh, yeah. Hunter Hunter <laughs> yeah. Green is the only bright spot of the whole thing. Buck Farmer, oh my gosh. Buck Farmer, <laughs> out of the whole thing. I mean, I mean, it's you not, might have a tryout this year. I might have a I might have a tryout. It's especially right, but for me this year, uh, the division is pretty much. I think the 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 Cardinals have gotten a little bit better, but it now hurts with Wainwright being injured right now. He's going to be out missing a first 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 few months of the season that could damage them in a little bit of the aspect but i don't think it's going to damage them that much because of how bad the division is there's only truly two teams in that division that's going to be honestly competing for the top spot and i think the cardinals basically take the division at 88 wins this year i have milwaukee in second i think they get they get the solid job done in, in second i got the cubs at 75 wins i think the cubs this year are a team to be watching out for because you know they have they somehow some way find the right pieces and put it together and they could honestly be a shaking one of those teams that could shake up a lot of the things. Well, no, they, I don't think they're going to see how many games they're going to lose, but I think that they've they got a good they've got a good ro- roster there with, really Ian, with Ian Happ. Kyle, you got Kyle Hendricks now at full full tank. You got Eric Hosmer there as well. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean that lineup would be great. In but the rotate rotation yeah, you got smart. You got ro- you got you got Drew Smiley there. You've got. I mean, it's it's all possibility that the Cubs could do something. But that's and that's all they do have. And that and I think the Cubs. I think the Cubs at. Cubs at the Cubs at the Cubs at three makes the most sense. I think they get to third, and then it's just between the Reds and the Pirates for the basement because I think you know both teams young rebuilding, and I I just don't see it really happening. So again, Cardinals, Brewers, Cubs. I honestly think they think they can compete with that roster. Who? I don't. I don't think the front office of the Cubs thinks they're rebuilding. I think they are. I think no. they're completely delusional. They're, they're, <laughs> you you don't add Swanson. You don't add Bellinger. Swanson if you're entering a rebuild. Or Bellinger. Yeah. I, I They're hoping, I mean, to their credit, they're hoping for a bounce back from Bellinger. 
which you know he has a, he has the potential. I mean, former ML MVP. We're they got about. Michael Fulmer on the bump. I, mean, I like that. Swanson's the home. Swanson's the hometown. You know, coming home. Yeah. I you know I I mean I I, I don't know I. They have they're a historic franchise. They're not going to be a laughing stock. I think they'll. They'll be confident. I mean, but they're not going to beat. They're not going to beat the car. They're not going to beat the Cardinals all season. They're going to compete with the Cardinals, but they're not going to beat the Cardinals all the time. Neither are they going to beat the Brewers. The Brewers are a good team too this year as well. So I have Cardinals, Brewers, Cubs, Reds, Pirates. Oh, you have the Reds over the Pirates. Yeah, you but I think they tie. I think they tie. They both get sixty-four wins this year, and they tie oh, for last no, place. No, 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 no. No, Andy. How do you not see you that? You think the Reds are getting sixty-four wins? Is that is that what I heard? Sixty. They're right now. They're over unders at sixty-five and a half. I definitely take that as an under. And I'm not believing in what Pete Rose said that he put down a $5,000 bet on the Cincinnati Reds on the first day of sports betting in Ohio to win the World Series. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So, Logan, go ahead. Who do you have for the Light Central? your money on fire. Yeah. So, in El Central, I got the Cards one. I hate the Cardinals. That's all I'm going to say about that. Their roster's good. I love Paul Goldschmidt. I wish he played for any other team. Uh, I don't mean that. Not any other team. But a list of 25 other teams. Phillies need a first baseman. <laughs> you, man, God. Paul Goldschmidt, man. You can't say enough about the MVP year he had last year. Mm-hmm. Finally, getting the recognition he deserved. Because he was that good in Arizona, too. It was just that he was playing in such a small market, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean... Fifth biggest city in America, small market, whatever. Fourth biggest, I don't know what it is now, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Cardinals, wish they weren't as good as they are, but they're going to be good. It's my will. All right. The Brewers, I think they're in second firmly. Um, Yelich, yeah. still really good. Corbin Losing Burns. hater hurts. That hurt them last yeah. year. Yeah, it yeah. did. Trading him right when they were in the thick of the wild card. <laughs> that tank. You have Burns. That's still going to be probably fringe Cy Young level, though. So you got to watch for that. Um, the Cubs, man. That's a tough. I think the Cubs are a tough one because, like, Dansby Swanson is that good. He's like a guy that could have superstar potential. Um, yeah. He, and Cody Bellinger, like you said, I mean, if Cody Bellinger, especially with the with the shift going away, man, he can get I mean, some totals. I'll tell you that. I don't know, like that could actually play out well for them. I I think the front office is, is delusional, thinking this isn't a rebuild. But like the more we talk about it here, it's kind of changing my mind that they might actually not have that bad of a of a of a uh, roster here. Like record wise, I think we're still talking five hundred. Mm-hmm. But I think that's way better than a lot of people are going to give them. Uh, then, yeah, Pirates of the Reds. Those are two MLB teams that exist. Yeah, thanks. Um, you're welcome, Andy. Uh, O'Neill Cruz, his career is probably going to get wasted in Pittsburgh, so that sucks. Yep. Um, man, who's the other guy? Brian Reynolds, center mm-hmm. field. Yeah. 
Yep, and then they have um, the guy that has nukes. Oh my god, I can see him too. He was hitting a bunch of them last year. Cabrian Hayes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... So Cardinal, they got some guys. So you're you're so falling. You're, so you're basically, yeah. Oh, and the the running carcass of Carlos Santana's there too. Look at that. Oh, look at God. that. <laughs> this is a sad roster. Yes, it is. This is just oh. <laughs> got some guy called Will Crow at release picture. He'll be um, in Indianapolis. Don't worry about that. Rich Hills on the Pirates yes, this year. Yes, he is. How old is Rich Hill now? Forty five? Probably like forty six. Oh my god. He's like he's like he's like he's like he's like Jim he's like Jim Morris from the rookie. Okay, he was only forty three. He was born in nineteen eighty. Okay. Still, good God. Just retire, man. Nothing could be worse. I mean I'll give Dick Mountain his credit, but like, dude, retire. Yep. You'd rather do that than sit through an entire year of being on the Pittsburgh Pirates roster, you would think. Right, right, right. So, yeah. That's so, all I have to say about that. The Reds are going to suck. I'm not even giving them time. <laughs> Thanks. 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 I appreciate it. I know uh, the only bright spot of the whole thing this year is that they're selling Skyline Nachos at Great American Ballpark. That's the only bright spot what? out of this whole season. They also have that kid, uh, he's in AA now, uh, Novelli Marte. Yes. Yeah, he's supposed to be playing in Louisville this upcoming season to get him ready for for pro ball, but I feel like I feel like they're I feel like they're rushing him a little bit. I think he needs it. Yeah, I think he needs to. I think he needs to stay down in Double A for one more season. There's no reason to rush him. Why would you rush him? They want to rush. They feel like they want to rush him. I, 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 they want to move him to Triple A so he could be ready for for base for pitching. Yeah. By nope. June or July, and I don't, I don't like it. I think you give him a year in the minors to get him used to pitching and get him used and to you hitting. Maybe think about September call ups. Right? Yeah, September call up is exactly when you need to call him up. I think that's your time frame for him. Don't waste him this year. I'm going to be really disappointed if you do. Yeah, I, that's I, all I got to say. I, I, I agree. I agree. Lucas, your predictions <laughs> on the Ameri- on the National League Central. Yep, uh, same as Logan. I mean, the Cardinals. I think they. I think. You know, good solid core. I think uh, Oliver Marmol is uh, is kind of a dark horse for manager of the year. Um, Brewers behind them, Cubs behind them, and Pirates and Reds. Okay, it's a pretty. I think it's a pretty easy division. Yeah. So yep. so, so they have forward. so according to the book they have the Cardinals at eighty eight and a half wins. Ooh, a little low. I think that's about even. They have the Brewers at eighty six and a half. I think that's under right. a little bit, just a little under. The Cubs are at seventy six and a half. I'm taking over on that. Okay, and then for the Pirates is sixty seven and a half. Under. And then the Reds are at sixty five and a half. Under. 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 <laughs> under. Yeah, so. so there is the. National League for you guys right here on All Andy Alford tonight. Now we're gonna dive into the American League side of the of the aisle right here on the special triangle roundtable, this oh, triangles yeah. discussion right here on the All Andy Alford Podcast Network, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, 
Bleaker, Stitcher, however you're listening to our special edition of the show tonight, wherever and whenever you're listening. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. With the American League West, I want us to get into that first. That's where the defending champions are at. Unfortunately, sorry, Lucas. The defending champions are at. And um, who wants to lead off first? I'll go. You want to go? Um, Okay. Yeah, I I think the Astros, you know, it could be wishful thinking, but I think they're going to take a slight step back. I mean, pitching is still superb. Losing Verlander's got to count for something at some point. Um, McCullers is injured. Yeah, McCullers is injured. I mean, you you still got the offense. I mean, Kyle Tucker's going to hit another 40 home runs. Um, But I'm, I'm sneakily high on the Mariners this year. I think uh, you. I mean, you kind of saw glimpses last year. Uh, Julio Rodriguez in the you know, the postseason. And, um, I think I, I'm pretty high on the Mariners this year. I, so last year I was high on the Blue Jays. I mean, I picked them to win the World Series, and mm-hmm. that didn't pan out. But so I guess the Mariners are kind of my Blue Jays this year. Right? Just I think they're they're young. They have great pitching. They have a solid young core. They have Stud and Julio Rodriguez. Um, I, I think Scott Cervais is your manager of the year. Um, yeah, I like them to come out of the West. Uh, Astros behind them, not far behind. Uh, they're still the Astros. Um, and then I have the Rangers in third. Ooh. I have the mm-hmm. Angels in fourth. I, again, another wasted year of Trout and Otani. They're going to lose Otani in the in a free agency. Um, Phil Nevin sucks. Yeah. I don't know why they. I don't know why they have to live in this mediocrity. I think Artie Moreno. He toyed with the idea of selling the team. I think. I, I don't know. I just don't trust them. I. You know. It's, it's a shame. You know. I, I'm so grateful for the World Baseball Classic, getting to see Trout and Otani on the on the you know on the big stage. You know, on the on, you know the international audience that they. That, they deserve to to be uh, watching them, and then the athletics in the basement. Yeah, so, all the way in the basement. <laughs> yeah. Yep. They're relegated to the AAA at this rate. Yep. They'll be, they'll be the Las Vegas. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, when? I mean, when? When do they move to Vegas? I mean, they they have to move soon just because get it over with, all right? it's it's or just, San Jose, like they were talking about a while back. Like yeah. somewhere that they're actually gonna. They actually can play I mean, baseball. Even if they stayed in Oakland, man, like they didn't play at a place that was actively a dump, like literally and figuratively. Yeah, I mean it really is Ship a dump of a ballpark. The dugouts. It's a football first stadium. Always has been. Always ugly will be. As shit. Yep. They play. I mean, you talk about the worst team playing at the worst. I'm actually maybe Tropicana Field can make a run for it. But yeah. <laughs> Well, at least it's competitive. The, the race are competitive, at least. Yeah, yeah, that makes that shit a whole little bit better. Tropicana Field, yeah, but, uh, yeah. Oh, not co, man. That, Terrible. That, talk about putting poop on a already stinky baby. Yep. <laughs> you got Oakland there. All right, Logan. What's your prediction for the American League West? Well, uh, I think the Astros could be really good again. Um. Going on Alvarez is probably if, if Otani is your favorite for MVP, Alvarez has to be really close behind. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, still got Altuve, you got Kyle Tucker. Uh, the 
rotation might be a problem with some injuries here early. I just think the Kenya forgot him. Uh, the star power, the ability to hit for average in that lineup, the home runs we're going to see coming out of Minute Maid. Mm-hmm. I think the Astros went over 100. Whew. Pretty much the AL equivalent to what the Braves are going to do this year. Okay. I think the Mariners are going to be a wild card spot. They're going to be right behind them. Uh, although right behind them, probably seven, eight, maybe even ten games behind them. I still think they won 90. Uh, obviously, you added Colton Wong. Mm-hmm. Uh, they added somebody else, too, yeah. They got they remember they've got they've got Castillo from the Reds trade also they've got they've also got the kid from uh oh my God who was it um yeah that Chris Clark who's a good pit who's a good pitcher too oh my God I'm thinking I'm thinking who else is there it was it was well, I mean position player wise you're talking you got Tom Murphy yep Cal Riley that's a good pairing I got AJ Pollock out there in left field. That's yep. really good. J.P. Crawford, Ty France. Love Ty France. You have uh, Colton Wong at second base now. Tommy LaStella is a good bench option. You know he's getting old. The old trusty Robbie Ray on the mound. Yep. Yep. Yeah, the Mariners, man. They're going to be good. Yep. Might actually not be doing them the justice that they deserve there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> However... After them, I have the Angels. I feel like this might be a year where they actually start winning the ball games. It's not going to be close to enough. They uh, they picked up Hunter Renfro mm-hmm. and I think Brandon Drury as well this offseason. Yes. Like at least a little a little bit of death. Uh, Joe Adele's Joe still in that farm system, right? Bouncing up and down. Between <laughs> yeah, he is. It's a shame. He was... He was so highly regarded. Well, he's on the yeah, active. He's years. active right, right now. He's on the forty-man roster for opening day. He, right he now. doesn't have. There's nowhere for him to play. Starting to feel like Grady Sizemore a little there, right? Yep. Yeah, literally. I, I feel like the hype with Joe Adele was huge. Like this guy's going to be the second coming. Yeah. But um, maybe not as much as Grady Sizemore because I mean everybody thought he was literally the second coming, right? Yeah. Especially in this neck of the woods. <laughs> but yeah, Joe Adele, man. I mean, just a case study on the Angels there of how they have wasted talent. For him, it feels like they've just never been able to find him a spot that works for a consistent basis, which is unfortunate. And then not even mentioning that they have probably number one and two in terms of talent in all of baseball. And we might be looking back in 10 to 15 years and saying we're looking at number one and two all time in terms of talent, right? Yes. And to say that we're sitting here and talking about one and two in terms of talent on a team that's going to come in third or fourth place that we are pretty unanimously deciding here. That's sad. That's that tells you all you need to know, right? Mm-hmm. And that emphasizes how important the WBC was. But I digress. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> the Rangers, they've spent, like, what, $1.5 billion if you include their stadium on this roster. Yep. Um, God, DeGrom's there now. I think DeGrom could win the AL MVP, or not MVP, but Cy Young. But still, the Rangers only win, like, what, 75, 
80 games I, somewhere in you there. You know, giving him that money, I, he's not he's not available. I mean, he, I don't know. When you didn't say you got run support in New York, welcome to the Rangers. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. True, 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 true. NDAs. Okay. They speak for themselves. Yeah. So, so you have you have Houston, Seattle, L.A., Texas, and Oakland is your yep. is your five. Yep. I, well, I'm gonna piggyback a little bit on Lucas a little bit. I, I I do like I do think the Mariners take the next step. I do think that they win this division, but it's gonna be closer than experts think. Uh, they have Seattle at like 92 and a half wins this year. I think they get to 96. I think they win the division that way. I think they get to that. I think Houston. I know with the loss of Verlander. Do you have Altuve that's going to be out for a little bit of time with the with the hand injury right now? I think that's going to hurt. That's going to hurt them just a touch too. The rotation's not going to be that isn't that great this upcoming season. I think uh, I think Houston goes into the second second position. And yes, I agree, I agree with everything Logan said. You know, you're going to have you have Otani and and Trout, some of the best ball players. It, that we'll ever see in our lifetime play and they're playing on a third place team in the Los Angeles Angels and that just not only a third place team but a consistently third place third fourth fifth yeah even fifth right? a lower yeah. a lower tier team so yeah I, I I have the Angels sitting at third I think I think Otani does leave this team I do think that they'll shop him actually I think they'll shop him at the trade deadline I really, really do. Um, Andy, who has enough assets to get him by trade? We'll see. You know, we'll see. I think there's... No, 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 no. Who do you think has enough assets to get him by trade? I don't think anybody does. The Padres are probably your only answer there. San Diego would be the one. Unless unless that team would get a commitment from him that that he'd resign, I I don't see... That would he would he would be great. I don't, I don't think the Angels would trade him. You know what that would do? You know what the worst. fans would think? Their fans would think if they're like, "Hey, we're gonna trade Shohei Otani." Like, no, you're not. <laughs> you need and they, look. What I'm saying is the assets that you would need in return for Otani are just so astronomical that you wouldn't see it because nobody has it. Darvish, Darvish, Darvish plays for San Diego, right? Am I am I not mistaken? Yes. Okay, so. That would be where the asset would be. They're not interested in you, Darvish. You no, 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 no. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the option is there for San Diego to go get Otani if it's if no. it's if it's out there because San Diego has the prospects and has if the players San Diego for them. Was to get Otani, they would have to give up one of, if not two of. Uh, you're probably giving up. So. I think the least you'd take for that is a bunch of prospects. We're talking like four or five. Alexander Bogarts and Machado or Tatis. And we're talking some pitching, too. I mean, it, it would be the biggest trade you have ever seen. Because that's how much he's worth. And we're only talking if he does like a sign-and-trade deal, which I don't think it's, he's ever seen in the major league. No, it's not going to. They're not going to trade him. He's going to... I don't know where he's going to sign next offseason. I mean, I honestly, I can see him going to the Mets. I can see Steve going. Because, yeah, honestly, I think Shohei Otani, he is going to be a $50 million a year player. Yes, he is. Yeah. 
He'll be because off. you can make the argument, you can make the argument that he's worth twenty million, twenty to twenty-five million dollars a year as a hitter. On both sides, on both sides yeah. of the ball, he's worth at least thirty million dollars a year as a pitcher. And <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 not only that, like having Shohei Otani, the marketing component, like your team's marketing, you're getting an entire nation that is going to follow your team because of Shohei Otani. Yeah, yeah, he's the most t- valuable. Yeah, most valuable asset in, in, in sports. League I'd say in mm-hmm. sports. Yeah, I think you're. Yeah, I, I think the star power, especially with Brady retiring. Yeah, I mean the only other person that's I think he eclipses that right LeBron. Now is LeBron. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I think LeBron, thirty-eight years old. Then and so then so like I said, I have Seattle. But we're talking a twenty-eight year old of here. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah got yeah, ten exactly. years at least. Yeah. So I have Seattle, Houston, L.A. I have Texas, and then I have the Las Vegas A's soon to be coming up in last place. I think um, – so just just out of curiosity, I looked at – I've got it up for us. Oakland's at 59.5 wins. Oof. That's under. I, <laughs> I think That's such a low number. I have a hard time is, taking the under. God, it is really low, but I mean – I think they only get 55 wins this year. I think they have 107 losses. Oh, my gosh. That would be miserable. I think there's a few teams that are going to be that bad. Yeah. Unfortunately. I think we're talking Reds. We're talking... Uh, A's. We're talking Reds. We're talking Pirates. We're talking A's. Nationals, certainly. Uh, what else we got there? I mean, probably the Royals and the Tigers. The, uh, we'll get to that. Detroit, might, Detroit might be something. So, you know... I'll just, oh, don't do that to yourself. I'm not, I'm not doing anything to myself. So, <laughs> all right. So that was the American League West. We let's, tried this last year, Andy. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hold, let's get. Let's keep going. Uh, we're going into. We're now headed into. I think probably the one of the best divisions in in baseball, and that's the American League East. Uh, you know, it's one of those divisions that you know, it's 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 really open to interpretation for for. Possibly four out of the five teams that are in there, and you know how good I can't say how good the Yankees were last year because it was Aaron Judge and the New York Yankees because Judge was the offensive powerhouse for the Yankees. I mean, hitting all those home runs last year, and you know being the player that he was, and and becoming and being. The MVP last year. I mean, it was it was. Bear in mind, it was, it was it was inevitable he was going to be the MVP. I thought last year after the performance that he had last season. Uh, I don't see the Yankees taking a step back. I don't think that they'll take a step back. I think they're going to be winning the division pretty, pretty by at least by four four or five games. Uh, I think the Yankees win the division. Uh, I think you get, to be honest with you, I think you get, and this is this is a shock. I think you get three wild card teams out of the. You get three wild card teams out of the out of the American League Cent- East this oh, year. Oh man! You get the you blue. All, you're I th- saying all of the wild cards come out of the East. Yes. Uh, yes, I do. I, what, oh man! What you're saying there means that the Astros would make the playoffs. No, they will not make the Astros playoffs. Astros and Mariners. That's my hot take this year. I don't think the defending champions, oh, the Astros, will not make the, make the World Series this uh, year. 
<laughs> I don't think they'll make the World Series this year. God, you had that cooking up this entire time. Yes, it's been sitting on the back burner, and it's it's been boiling over. You, you think the Astros are missing the playoffs? Yes, that, I do. That's insanity. I think I think I think the hurting of the of Altuve injury. You have the rotation that's not great. You know you have a you you have a veteran team that's you know, you know it's been playing in in postseason for a long time. Oh. I think it's going to catch up to them. I think no. the new the new kids on the block are in They're Seattle this year. I think Seattle wins the division. Jordan out Alvarez there. is like what, like twenty six. I'm just saying. Let me let me finish. I'm just. I, I'm not I, sure we won. She never finished. I, I'm with, but so let me get back to the American League East that we were just talking Please. about. Okay, let's stick to the topic at hand. So I have the Yankees in first. I have the Blue Jays in second. I think the Jays get get there, and you know I think they're with Vladdy there, and I, all right, who's third? I have Tampa in third. Okay, and then I have Boston in fourth. Boston's the team. Boston, yeah, wrong. Boston's the last. I, 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 I like Baltimore. I like that Rushman. I like he. I like that he's the he's the catcher of the future, and he's the future of this fran of the franchise and everything like that. I think a full year now under Adley Rushman in there, but I just don't see Baltimore taking that step. Another step forward to become. They started to take a step last year. They did, but they, I did, but it wasn't enough. I just think Baltimore doesn't get it. I like I said. I think you get the Yankees, Blue Jays, Rays, and the Red Sox. All will be making the postseason this year. Oh my the God! Red Sox? <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! Please let's get this on recording. Please let's get this on recording. Are you kidding me? Yes. Oh my god! You're you're high. <laughs> oh my! What? The Red Sox? Yes. Jesus! Oh, dude. That's my hot. I, I I've been sitting on that for for a while. You know. What makes you think the Red Sox? What what? So for me, they've got they've got talent there. Nobody. They got they no, got they, De- they got Devers there. All right. Oh, wow. Okay. Raphael, okay. Wow. Carrying the whole team on his back. Their acquisition they of Cor- their acquisition their of Corey player. Kluber. They, they got Kluber player. on the mound. They've got they got Canley Jansen that's there. Corey Kluber has not been good. He's walking. They got Rob Refschweiner who's out there in right field. Chris Sale who's coming off. Trevor Story who's watched. injured. Justin Turner. Oh man, what is? Justin okay. age. And they got that outfielder from, from Japan, that Masayama Yoshira, that's going to be there too. Okay? I think, I I honestly think this team is an 85-win team that gets into the postseason. <laughs> Who are they keeping out? The Mariners or the Astros? They're keeping out the Astros. And you're telling me the Boston Red Sox right now, looking at these rosters, bearing injury... You're looking at these rosters, and you're telling me with a straight face that you think the Boston Red Sox, especially in the division that they're playing in, are going to make the playoffs. Yes. That's delusional shit. I'm not That's delusional. That's borderline insanity. That it's not, 
if you look at how bad the rest of the divisions are shaping out, besides the top, the top of the echelons of teams in the know, AL, in the AL, yes, because you're playing everybody this year. You're playing everybody. How bad do you this think year. the AL Central is going to be? Terrible. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> There's only one team out of the American League Central that will have an above 500 record. All right. Move on. Okay. So. <laughs> Lucas, go. I can't stand you with the Red Sox. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I, I see with the Blue Jays up top. Um, yeah, I, I think they still have a great young young core. I, you know, another, another year of experience. Um, I think Vlad Guerrero is going to maybe take another step this year. Um, the, Manoa on the mound. Yeah, Manoa. I the middle, this is kind of where it gets a little fuzzy because, I mean, the Yankees are still the Yankees. Judge is going to – he's not hitting 62 again. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rays, I mean, they're kind of on the way down, but they're still hanging out. Um, and I think Baltimore is really going to scare this year. I, I think they could – you know, I, right now I have the Yankees listed two, the Rays listed three. And I have Baltimore right behind Tampa, but I really don't think it's by much. And I wouldn't be surprised if Baltimore finishes top three in this division. Um, or, you know, the, the basement dwellers, the Red Sox, I think, you know, it's their fan base is very uninspired by the moves they've made, um, as they should be. I think Yoshida, he proved in the World Baseball Classic that he can hit. Um, I don't think he's going to hit much for power, but he's going to get on base a ton. He's probably going to hit 300. Um, I, I think he's a, he was a solid signing, um, but losing the heart and soul of that team and Xander Bogarts, I think that's huge. I think, mm-hmm. you know, pitching, you can't rely on Chris Sale at this stage. You just can't. And Kenley Jansen, you know, there was a reason the Dodgers let him go. Or, or the Dodgers let him go, and then he, went to the, he was in the Braves last year. Yeah. Um, you know, I just think – I think they're kind of – their team is comprised of old guys to – I, I mean, who's who's their left fielder? He was with the Dodgers for a long time. Um, oh, uh, uh, because his name I can picture him. I mean, he was with Dodgers. That he was with. He, he won the World Series with the Braves. Oh, um, my goodness, you're talking the uh, the Red Sox, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outfielder. Um, because there's, I mean, there's, there's Turner that's there. Trevor Story. No. Story's injured there, injured to start real, the season. Real, uh, vibrant personality. I, gosh, I can't think of his name. Alex, Alex Verdugo? Verdugo. Verdugo, yeah. Is that what I'm The punk. Yeah, he's on there. I, yeah, I think it's Verdugo. I think I, you know, I just, I don't think this team is all that good. And I, I think a lot of people are kind of, pretty low on them this year and i think i am not, i'm in that same boat i think i think the the braves are i mean they still have shane mcclanahan um but i i you know I, I don't know the rays are kind of middle of the road the yankees i guess they're still i don't know they're still hanging out um i think the orioles are pointed up and i think the red sox are going the wrong direction okay so logan so your, time. logan your turn could have happened to a better fan um. Well, let's see. Yankees, probably the best team in that division still. 
they got some stuff to figure out. Uh, Andy, your, your Spartans lost. So, you know. Okay. Yeah, ninety in overtime too, ninety six, ninety three. Okay. Uh, AFK State in the final four. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a prediction right there. They might actually make it. Uh, see, see, this is hard because I got scoring by the Blue Jays last year. But they do way better than they were. Um, not trying to do that again. So out of spite, I'm putting the Yankees first. The Blue Jays, I think, have. On paper, a better roster by by like a good margin this year. Mm-hmm. I think the real interesting part of that division is going to be three, four, five. Red Sox at five. That roster's not going to hold up. Uh, I don't think you're going to see them be as bad as some of these other divisions that are going to have like clear like a hundred loss teams. But I, I don't think the Red Sox win more than like seventy five, seventy seven, uh. somewhere in there. All right. Okay. Uh, I think the Orioles might have an outside shot at the wild card. Uh, you're talking, talking about WBC again. Sorry, Andy. <laughs> Cedric Bolins looked really damn good. And really, really showed out, I thought, the potential that that guy has. Got a chance to see him play live last year. I love Cedric Bolins. Um, you got Adley Rutschman, obviously. Uh, you got Gunnar Henderson now. Uh, you, the world got some dudes, and it'll just be whether it start. It, it'll just be whether it, it starts to mesh this year. You saw you saw it start last year, and I believe they went on a pretty large losing streak at one point, mm-hmm. where they really were building the momentum, but it came crashing down, as it has for the Orioles in the recent you know decade or two. Yeah, I think Brandon Hyde. He's yeah, I think it's very it's a sleeper, sleeper for manager of the year. Yeah, I think this is the year where t- where we uh, start to have to start considering the Orioles as a legit uh, challenge out of the East. Apparently, I'm, really, I'm rooting for it. I'm really rooting for it. That's a fan base that's been, you know, really pining for it recently. Yeah, and uh, I think we can all speak from experience when you go through years of, you know. Just being down in a mediocrity, <laughs> it hurts. Yeah. So, uh, Andy, you can attest to that the most out of any of them. Yes, I, I can attest to most of it because I deal with it every single year with the Columbus Blue Jackets. I, I think, I think the <laughs> Orioles. I'm saying the Orioles to the Reds are a very uh, comparable match there in terms of the last few decades. Yes. Uh, where there's been potential at times, but it just never seems to mesh. Oh yeah, but, or or we go yeah. back to the bubble in 2020 when the Reds made the world made made it to the playoffs, but then lose the lose a the three game series in Atlanta because because uh, uh, Price decides he didn't want to send the guy from third to home to score the run, and it turns out to be a one nothing ball game, and that's what eliminates the Reds from the postseason. I'll never forget that my my yeah. my life. I was screaming at the television when that happened. It's like We're send him, there, and they right? put and they and Price decides to put the brakes up, and he hits the brakes, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" Because he mit, the guy missed the cutoff, and the ball was into the in, infield, and there was nobody grabbing for it, and they he had a clear shot for the plate, and it was, they could have won the game easily, one to nothing, but they but and one didn't have to go to extra innings to end it to be one to nothing. So I mean, there's that, but I mean, boys, I'll I'll, I'll admit something right now. That's a hole here, Angie. What? The the stories that I'm really looking for 
some really good storylines there are what this Mariners team is going to be and what this Orioles team is going to be. Because in the grand scheme of what's good for baseball, I think guys like you know Julio Rodriguez, who's obviously a stud, Ty mm-hmm. France, uh, Cedric Mullins, and Adley Rutschman. Those are the type of guys that can expand this game and uh, hopefully we can have these markets that sometimes get uh, underutilized for what they are, which is strong baseball town. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they can get some, uh, some primetime games in there because of the starter power they have on their teams. And it would be really good for baseball if those two teams were consistently good again. All right, so you guys just talked me into it. I'm not going to take Boston. I'm not gonna take uh, Boston. No, no, I'm not gonna no, take, no, no, take no, it. No, so, so, totally so, so, I'm just, so, back, so, so, yeah. no, I'm walking back on these. Back. I'm walking back on one. I'm walking back on this. No. I'll take no. Houston. I'll still take. I'll take Houston. No, I'll take. No, I'll take Houston. Uh, no, no, no. I'll take no. Houston no. to get into no. the postseason. You let that. You were sitting there for two hours. You do not get to take that off. No. You get the yeah, I sam- I sampled it, and no. I and I realized it was bad you for business. Good, you, so no, you you predicted the Red Sox are making the playoffs. All right, yeah, then I'll stick, stick with, with it. I'll stick with it. I'll stick with it. But they yeah, won't get. You will stick with it. I will stick with it. <laughs> now okay. So now, so now, so now, gentlemen, gentlemen, it now leads us into the American League Central. My favorite division. One of my favorite divisions in all of baseball because it's all our some of the local teams, of course, that are in this division. And uh, I'm going to go first with Logan first because it's his division. Oh, don't do that. I'm going with that. Oh, yeah, I do love the AL Central. I know you do. Uh, obviously, as a Midwest boy, it's got my heart. I've watched more AL Central games than I care to admit. Uh, as a Tigers slash Guardians fan, I've had ups and downs. I mean, a lot of them, mostly downs. Uh, so the way I see it is I think the guards – win it again this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think adding Josh Bell at first is huge. You want to start Naylor every game. You can spin him to DH. Uh, obviously, Jose Ramirez is at a level where you're talking top seven or eight guy in the game, right? Where I think any given year now for the next five, you'll have the potential to win an MVP. Mm-hmm. Just a question of whether this year is that year, right? Right. Uh, pitching, as long as they stay healthy and you can get uh, an actual Shane Bieber year, uh, and Savali, uh, the rotation's pretty good. I think the rotation's top 10. And I think now with, uh, if we can have some consistency from Oscar Gonzalez and uh, we can have just... Uh, this consistency in general would be nice. It was a little flaky last year. Yeah. Uh, if they could ride the momentum that they gained in the postseason last year and just ride that this entire year, I think you're talking about like a 95-win ball club, okay. which I think would surprise some people. Um, after that, we're talking twins. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how healthy Carrera is. Uh, that whole saga was really weird. He was a Met, and then he was a Giant. And they're like, oh, no, still a twin. That was one of the more bizarre things I think we've seen in baseball in the past years. Where it was like, who want me? Nobody. But everybody at the same time. That, I mean, to this day, really confusing what was going on there. Um, 
the White Sox, they're going to be mid. I don't think we will have much of an issue agreeing with that across the board here. At least I would hope. Uh, they did get they did get a guy over from one of the uh, top Japan prospects, didn't they? The White Sox. Yes, they did. Uh, that was I was talking to one of my one of my guys. Uh, my guy Nick, Nick who does uh the stuff. Oh my god, his name. Oh my god, what was his name? Oh my goodness. Are you sure it was? Yeah, yeah. I think it. I think it was him. I gotta pull pull it up really quick. Go, go ahead. I can't recall. Yeah. Go ahead. Just keep going. I'll I'll, I'll find. Yeah. It. Obviously, we got Tim Anderson still. Yeah. Uh, I wish you played yeah. any other team. Uh, so the White Sox, for all intents and purposes, I think they finished somewhere at like eighty-one, eighty-one. You know, yeah, somewhere right around five hundred. Uh, God, look, we're gonna have similar to the NL Central, where four and five is gonna be just—I mean, not great baseball. As much as I. As much as I would love to say the Tigers are going to be better than 65 wins, I really don't see it. Um, I've been watching some spring training games. I definitely do not see it, if it's any <laughs> telltale to what's going to happen this season. Uh, there was a night a few months back, when was it December, where they just kind of decided to cut like a third of the roster. They got rid of uh, Candelario, uh, both... Um, both Harold and both Harold and Willie Castro, a bunch of other guys. Kill Badu's bum ass is still there. Don't get me started with him. He should be a lifetime Toledo. Yeah. Yeah, I could go on for days about the Tigers and how they didn't do much here. Uh, I think I read a Cody Clemens too. That's yes. Another one. I a big part of what's gonna. We're going to have to see how this young rotation is going to do because obviously Casey Mize is out for this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Manning's going to have a chance, right? Yep. He looked pretty decent the uh, other day in his, out, in his spring training good. outlet. I'm not getting my hopes, though. Yeah. Uh, Riley Green? Yep. Maybe. I think we might have rushed him up a little bit. Mm-hmm. We definitely rushed Torkelson up. Yep. Uh I wouldn't be too opposed to starting him in Toledo at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Well, they should. But it's really, I think it's going to be really ugly again for the Tigers, and I don't see it changing in a while here. I I would say they trade Baez, but there's too much money on that contract for anybody to want to trade for him, I would imagine. Exactly. That move, yep, that move, that move still doesn't make any sense, but... Yeah, they were in no position yeah. to win. I don't know. With Avi Baez there. I mean, I was really excited about it, and I was like... But then when there was no accompanying accompanying moves to that one, I was like, oh, so we're just going to spend all our money on Baez and not fill, like, fill any clear holes on this team, which is like half the rotation and, you know, an outfield, other than Riley Green. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that... It's going to be ugly, and the Royals might be slightly better. They might finish in fourth, 
but it's not going to be anybody for them. They got Bobby Wood Jr., who I think is going to be exceptional. And it's going to be an all-star level player this year. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to be enough for the Royals to win more than yeah. 70 games, right? Right, right, right. But it's unfortunate. Uh, obviously, I'm a homer, and I'd like to see the AL Central be more competitive, but I think it's really going to be a two-man race between the Twins and the Guardians, and I think the Guardians will win it pretty handedly. Okay. Lucas, your your thoughts, American League Central, your prediction. Uh, let's see. So could I could I ask the question too to you, Lucas? Because you now live in you live now in Cleveland, so you're a Philly slash Guardians fan. Because I saw a recent picture with you and your fiance with you wearing a Guardians hat at a John Mayer concert. So can I? Ask? I'm a Phillies fan. I'm a Phillies fan, but I, you know, I buy a hat for the hometown team. Okay. <laughs> I I, mean, I, root, I root for the Guardians. Like you know, I um, I have no qualms with them. Um, but yeah, still, I mean, still my Phillies fan. But yeah, yeah, I think the Guardians like last year was really exciting, uh, being the youngest team in baseball and making it to the playoffs. Um, you know, I saw the emergence of Stephen Kwan out of nowhere. His start to the season was historic, mm-hmm. um, and he kept it up. You know. He, <laughs> He he, perform, you know, he he dropped off, of course, after the you know the streak to start, but but then he, you know he stayed pretty consistent. And I think you're going to see he's going to be household name for a while. And you still got you know Jose Ramirez. You still got you know Bieber. Um, uh, you know the jury's still out with, with this club, like you know because they don't they don't pay players. You know, I mean Jose Ramirez took a very team friendly deal. Um, you know, what's what are they going to do with Bieber? You know. Um, but I think while they have him, he's obviously he's a uh, uh, Cy Young potential arm. Um, you know, you got Savali, you got uh, um, Naylor, Josh Naylor. You know, I just think they're still a young team, and you know, with Tito at the helm, I think uh, you mm-hmm. know the future is still bright. So, got the Guardians up top. Um, White Sox right behind them. I think I think the White Sox with, with the the Russo distraction out of the way. I think that'll actually work to their benefit. Um, you know they lost Jose Abreu, which is a huge you know, huge huge loss to the to the uh, clubhouse. Um, but you know you get full year with Lewis Robert. Um, you know I still got Sam Anderson. I think uh, um, I still think he, they you have some. You have some potential with this team. Mm-hmm. Um, I like them second. Minnesota not far behind. Um, again, I mean Carlos Correa choosing to go back to Minnesota was huge, huge for that franchise. Um, so I, I don't think they have a lot. Like they still, to me, they're not they're not a very full team. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they did. What was the arm? Didn't they pick up a big arm? Oh yeah, who's their, who's their big uh, arm? The Minis- um, Minnesota, right? Minnesota yeah. picked up a big arm in the off season. Let's see, they got Sonny Gray, which is they've they've had since last year. Yeah, um, yeah that's what I'm thinking of. Miley's been there. Miley's already their ace. Who's their ace? Uh, oh, Jose Barrios. Right? Yeah, Barrios. Yeah. yeah, correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean. I, so I, I think I think Minnesota and Chicago are pretty pretty close to each other. Um, Kansas City below them. I think Bobby Witt, like like uh, Logan said, Bobby Witt Junior. is a he's a future star. 
Um, another year of Zach Greinke's leadership. You know, I, I just I think there there's a little bit not a, not a whole lot exciting going on in KC, but uh, I think uh, a little bit more momentum than Detroit has in the yeah. basement. So, so not saying much. Not saying much. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for yeah, me- I don't know. I just the, the the Tigers just seem to have like where are they going? You know, there's I it's I don't know. There's so not feeling it. It's- so for me, it's. It's pretty much falling in lines with you guys. I do have the Guardians in the top spot. I think that they'll they'll still win this division. But after that, I think this is the one division in all of baseball that you're going to have teams that are going to this team this after that it's all going to be under 500 marks. Uh, I think the White Sox get to 81 and 81 at second place, but then after that, it's just. I I don't think anybody's uh, above five hundred after that. I think Minnesota gets the third. I have I have Detroit in fourth at six at at sixty nine wins this year. They don't get to the hundred loss mark. I think Kansas City gets the hundred mark loss mark. They're a hundred. They they go to sixty two and a hundred in, in their loss mark. I think they get a hundred losses. So if you look at it, we've got. For me, prediction-wise, Washington with 104 losses, Kansas City with 100 losses, and Oakland with 107 losses. Three teams that have 100 losses this season. That's saying a lot. Yeah. I mean, that's that's just plain and simple. So that is the – so we've gone through each of the divisions. So, so then – Asking you guys, we'll go through the NL and AL really quick. So you have your for me the division leaders are Atlanta, St. Louis, and the Dodgers. My wild cards are the Padres, the Mets, and the Phillies in the National League. Logan, yep. Uh, cards, Padres, um, Braves as champions of their respective divisions. Um, Dodgers, obviously, Phillies, and the Mets. I think it's pretty... Pretty good. Especially with the new format, like, I think it's pretty dead set what the teams are going to be unless something crazy happens here. Yeah. Lucas? The Brewers, I guess, could make a run. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I think... Uh, I mean... Philly, you know, division winners, Phillies, Cardinals, Padres, um, and then Braves. I almost, I mean, I almost want to say Braves and Mets. Braves, Mets, and then Dodgers. Yeah, I can, I can easily see the three coming out of the NL East. Okay. Okay, so then in the American League, for me, I have Seattle. The Yankees, no, no, excuse me, I have Yankees, Seattle, Cleveland as my three division winners, Toronto, Tampa, and I will go with it. I will go with the Boston Red Sox as the fourth, as the fourth seed. <laughs> and you say that now, but then you guys will all be laughing at me when, when, no, when they make we'll be the laughing tw- at you even more. Yeah, it'd be like, I can't believe the son of a bitch was right. You know, tomorrow morning, I 
you know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to throw 50 bucks on the Red Sox to win the World Series. Because <laughs> that's what yeah. Andy thinks is going to happen. Then we'll just benefit from it if we are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Lucas, who do you have for the American League? In your of your five, of the of the six teams, so your division winner is I would go ahead. Uh yeah, I'll do yeah. I got Blue Jays, Guardians, Mariners as the winners, and then beneath them, let's go. Uh, yeah, Yankees, Astros, and gosh, it's see. I, Anyone in the Chicago, Tampa, Minnesota, maybe Rangers. I, I guess I, I don't know. I guess I'll go. I'll go Tampa just because they have the experience. Okay. And and uh, screw it. Let's go Texas. Ooh. 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 All right. So I got. Guardians, Astros, Yankees as the division winners. Okay. Uh, the four, I think, is the Mariners. Uh, after that, we're talking Blue Jays. Oh, actually, switch those. Four Blue Jays, five Mariners. Uh, I get after that one more. Mm-hmm. Orioles. Okay. That's my hot Woo. take there. That's a hot Woo. take. Woo. Orioles tweaking. That's, oh, oh, man. Man. Ooh, that's I a like that's a hot 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 take right okay, there. Okay, sit down, Red Sox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, and that so that's the American League and the National League and who we have predicted for the divisions. It's now time as you're listening to our triangle table discussion of the 2023 MLB season, the preview edition, right here on All Andy Alford on the Spotify Podcast Network. And you're listening to us on the different platforms that you get the show on. So now it's time to now declare who we think is going to be lifting the Commissioner's Trophy this upcoming season right here on All Andy Elford tonight. Here we go. All right, so so now we have hit the penultimate point as uh, – I don't know, gentlemen. Do you want to go over who do you think is going to get to the world? How how we get to the World Series, or do you want to just say who your two teams will be for the World Series? We'll with two teams. The two teams. Okay, so Logan, yeah. I will start with you since you let it off. Go ahead. Who is your two teams, and who is going to be lifting the Commissioner's Trophy right. this November? Might be boring, but I got to go with Astros Braves again. Okay. Um, I think. Again, that's the Braves take it home. Oof. Okay. I just think that roster's too good. Okay. Lucas? I okay. Well, I'm going to do a little... Oh, no. Oh, but switch here. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, we got the... I have the Mariners coming out of the American League. And uh, I don't think the Phillies were a fluke. I think uh, I think they're going to get Bryce back in July or August, and they're going to go on a tear. And yeah, I think uh, I think the Phillies are going to get back to the World Series. Okay, and you have so I would take it that you have the Phillies winning the whole thing then. 
this time with a little different outcome. I think they're going to win the World Series. Okay. Let's do it. That'd be a fun one. That'd be the best matchup possible. That, that would be the be best class. That would be awesome. I, don't know, I, think the, I think they have the pitching. I think Trey Turner is going to add so much legitimacy to the lineup. I think he's going to win NL MVP. And, uh, yeah, I just, you know, I'm rolling with it. You know, they, they were on a roll last, you know, in the postseason, and they proved they can do it full year under Rob Thompson. Um, you know, I think I think uh, you know Schwarber is going to continue being Schwarber. I think Castellanos is going to have a bounce back year. Um, you know, I just, I think this team is you know you have a lineup of lineup of guys who can hit, and you have some you have some depth in the bullpen finally. And I like them. You like that? The Braves are going to be a tough out. The Braves are going to be tough. It's you know it's not going to be easy, but but I think. Uh, I like their chances. I like okay. these guys. I like their chances. Okay. All right. So we're going to have to go back into the time machine again. I remember last year I was saying it was the 90. We're going to have the repeat of the 93 World Series between the Blue Jays and the Phillies to win the whole. To win, win it. But this year we're going to go back. Not so far back this year. I think, in my opinion, there's two teams that could honestly win. There's there's three or four teams honestly actually that can honestly win the World Series this year, and the two teams that I have getting to the World Series this year are on the East Coast. Uh, it's chalk. I know I hate to do it, but I'm thinking that the Yankees get back to the World Series this year. I I just have that feeling that you know we've talked about Judge all year all all throughout the show. About how he was the MVP, he had all the home runs, and and stuff like that. But there's another guy that I think is going to have a breakout season, and I think he's going to be my MVP this year. I'm going to go with Giancarlo Stanton to be my MVP for this upcoming season for the New York Yankees. Oh my! I think he comes out. He comes out. You know, it's been, it's been, it's been, it's been, it's been judge, 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 and I think Stanton's going to come out of the woodwork. And he's gonna he's gonna say you know what there's two big bat there's two big guys in 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 the Bronx that run that run this town and I think John Carlos Stanton wins the MVP this upcoming season so there's my MVP thing which leads us to the Yankees winning the American League pennant and we will turn back the clock to 2009 where it was the New York Yankees taking on the Philadelphia Phillies in the World Series of last year. Yeah. At that year, and it was Cliff Lee who was the, the the starter that really propelled the Phillies into the World Series that year, and I, and we have to turn back the clock to that, and that is when the last time that the Yankees won the World Series was in was it in two thousand was it two thousand nine was the last time that they actually yep. been competitive and they won the World Series. And they, played, the and they played the Philadelphia Phillies to win the World Series. And that year, and they get back to the promised land this year. I Unfortunately, Lucas, to tell you, I think the Phillies get to the World Series and again fall in the World Series in seven games to the New York Yankees. I have the Yankees winning the World Series this year and getting to the trophy and being back on top of the crown. So... I'm not scared. <laughs> I, know, I know you're I don't not. I think the Yankees are going to sniff the World Series this year. 
I Tom think must have had Hideki Matsui again. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true, Matsui. But you think about it, you know, John Carlos. John Carlos Stan for MVP. Yes. Yeah, get out of here, Andy. I'm not getting out of here. The Clayton Kershaw take from last year. <laughs> well, I mean, you think about it. You think about it for a second, gentlemen. You know, I'm thinking been, about it's, it. It's, 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 it's been. <laughs> I already thought about it, it. It's it's been. Judge, 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 all all year. And yes, you know it could be easy for me to take Otani in the MVP race. I mean that's where everybody is going for this. But I'm just thinking about you know Stanton's been sitting there in the weeds. Nobody's talking about him. How many you know, home? Yeah, because he's yeah because he sucks. How many home runs do you think he hits this year? About twenty five. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 32. I think he's gonna miss 32 games. <laughs> but you, but you think about you think about the you think about the you think about the roster. You 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 said Lucas that the Yankees won't sniff. How does he win MVP with 32 with 32 homers? <laughs> I said that's a ballpark of 32. It could and, be more than yeah, that. It could be 35. It could be 37. It could be. It could be forty. You never if he know. It's more it's about the base driven in. That's what I think it MVP. is. That's what I think it is. It's going to be more about his base driven in. He's. I want to see what his, I'm. I'm looking up. I want to see what his his odds are right now for MVP. Last year alone, he had three hundred and ninety-eight at bats. He had thirty-one home runs, seventy-eight driven in. His OPS was a point seven five nine. His average though was only two eleven, but his Which career, his career, he's an average he two sixty four thousand to win MVP plus six thousand. He's aver- his career is a two sixty four hitter. He's got three hundred and seventy eight home runs and over nine hundred driven in. I'm just putting it out there, gentlemen, that he is a he is my MVP. For the season, talk about a guy that has never hit over three hundred in a season. I think he gets to it sometime. Sometime, not this year. He'll get close to it. I think he is a two ninety seven hitter or a two eight ninety eight hitter, but he will not get to three hundred. He could get to. He could probably. He could at at the beginning of the season. He'll probably be like a 350, 375 hitter because he he's been sitting in the he weeds. He hasn't been as good of a hitter as you're describing describing him as since the Marlins. When he was twenty-two, and you know what this is, you know what this is for him, right? You know what this is for him, right? A contract year. Judge last year, judge contract year last year. What did he do? So Stanton would be the same ballpark, and then for my NL MVP, I have Ronald Cunha. I have Acuna in the in the NL. My, uh, okay. So who who who's your MVPs, gentlemen? I have uh, for AL MVP. I have Jordan Alvarez. It was between him and Shohei. I think Shohei probably won for Cy Young, but I wouldn't cut out Manoa. Okay. I don't. Uh, the NL, I have Trey Turner winning MVP. I think he's gonna make a hell of a difference. I think he's going to lead the league in fills. Uh, if he maintains this power that he's had, I mean, I know the WBC doesn't mean anything, but he's the hottest hitter 
in the group exhibition baseball. He was the hottest hitter in a tournament of the best hitters, and he was the best player on the field consistently when the one and two best players naturally in the league were on the same field. Mm -hmm. That's how good he was in the WBC. He can carry that over. Uh, Just, I mean, he's a guy that could only hit 32 home runs, but could still... He's a 30-30 guy. (laughs) He's going to benefit greatly from the bags being bigger. Uh, And just as a whole, the lineup is going to feed off of him, too. So Mm -hmm. uh, I think it comes between him and it comes between Acuna. But ultimately, I think Trey Turner ends up being the best player in the NL. That's where I leave that. Uh, Cy Young, I think, is a a little more out there for the NL, and it has been in past years, really. I mean, last year was what? Mm -hmm. Sandy, the Marlins. Yeah. I think he has a good chance again, but he doesn't get the run support. I mean, unfortunately. Right. um, Verlander, I could win it again. I mean, the the way he played last year, I don't know if he's doing roids or something, but... (laughs) I mean, he came back last year after, what, been two years off and had probably the best stuff of his career. I I don't know how to explain that other than steroids. <laughs> like, I'm honestly at a loss. I don't think people talked about it enough either, how good Verlander was last year. It's you know, absolutely nuts. That's where I'll leave that. Okay. But, yeah. Okay, so Lucas, MVP, and Cy Young? Yeah, uh, AL, Shohei Otani, MVP, one, Julio Rodriguez, two. Uh, I think they're both, I mean, they're both obviously studs. Um, they're going to be right at the top there. Cy Young, uh, well, a little, little off the, you know, uh, random here, but I got Forever Valdez for Cy Young, Ooh. AL. Yeah. Um, I got Shane Bieber coming in behind him. I, it's maybe a little bit of a reach. I, you know, I don't. It, it's kind of a you know. You got Shane McClanahan. You got, got Manaya. You got you got some good arms. Um, tough to compete, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just I'm high on the Guardians this year, so I thought you know somebody. You know, I thought their staff base could could uh, open some eyes. Okay. Um, Manager of the year, I got Scott Cervase in uh, Seattle. And Brandon Hyde in uh, uh, Baltimore. Yeah, that, that's who I think. I would agree with both of those two, actually. And then for the NL, I got Trey Turner up, up top for MVP. Manny Machado right behind him. Uh, Machado, I mean, you've already talked about Turner. Machado, he's a stud. You know, it's, it's all there is to it. He's an he's exceptional baseball player. Um, gets the new contract now. I mean, he's, he's going to be locked in. Um and Cy Young, I got, uh, you know, I, it's it feels kind of boring taking Justin Verlander, but I, it's, I I can't stand Justin Verlander, but, I mean, you can't be surprised by anything he does, you know. So, 
I gotta take him. You, you gotta figure he or Scherzer, one of the two of them, are gonna be right near the right near the top of the Cy Young ballot coming down towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll take Verlander here, and then Zach Wheeler. I, I think he he's been in the conversation the last couple of years, and I think he yeah just continues what he's doing. Um, he'd be right near, near right there near the top manager of the year. Um, you guys are gonna think I'm a homer, but Rob Thompson, I think a full year under under Tom. Under Tommy, uh, yeah, I'm not calling you a homer for that. Topper, <laughs> four year under Topper. Um, yeah, I'm high in the Phillies this year, so I think you know, he's got to get some consideration. Um, I, I mean, I think you can make the argument he was he was you know, if, if there's a manager of the year for like July on. Last you got, I mean, he, he, tell me he doesn't win the award last year. That's true. I agree with that. Yeah, you know? so you got him. There, I'm there. <laughs> I, I think we lost Lucas. We did lose Lucas. We did lose Lucas. He's back. From he's back. Wax on, wax off. Wax on, wax off. So yep, yeah, are oh, you here? Okay. I don't know what happened. I think I totally just dropped off. <laughs> yeah, you dropped off. You were talking. You were talking about manager of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Rob Thompson and Oliver Marmol. Um, I, I think, I think, and all manager of the year is kind of wide open. Um, I mean, Brian Snitker, of course. I mean, I can easily see him winning. Um, Buck Walter, I can easily see him winning. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go with Tommy to- Topper and Oliver Marmol. Okay. For me, for, uh, like I said, for my MVP, I said Stanton and Acuna. I'll stay with those two picks. My my Cy Young, I, I like what Lucas was saying earlier. I think Jacob DeGrom is going to be a really good pitcher. He's going to come out after being in the shadows in New York. I think going to Texas is going to be a help for him. And I think that he he's going to be a dominant pitcher for them. I think he wins the Cy Young out there in Texas. you know, And that gives the Rangers something to look forward to for next season. I don't think they get – they're not going to get into the postseason this year. But, uh, no, no uh, but no, there's no way. But uh, for the National League – I'm going to go piggyback a little bit on Lucas. He said it's between Verlander and Scherzer. I'm going to actually go with with Max Scherzer. I think Scherzer now into the Mets. Now he has a a running partner with with Justin Verlander, who they both know each other. That could help help out a little bit in the rotation and put a little bit more at ease a little bit with that. So I think Scherzer into that realm. Uh, for manager of the year, yeah, I'm gonna definitely go into in into the well. I'm actually go with um, I'm gonna go with John Schneider from Toronto. I think you know with that young team that they've got there, and and under the new helm that they've got, I think he can really teach these kids a lot more about the game, which could help Toronto get further into the playoffs. Don't see them winning, getting fur, far farther than that through the divisional round personally but i think that's there and then for the national league yeah i'm i'm pretty much in agreement with lucas i think rob thompson is um thomas is a it's a it's a it's a safe it's a little bit of a safe fit but i would agree that's where i would go to so 
We shall see. Blues beat the Red Wings 4-3, by the way. What's that? Blues beat the Red Wings 4-3. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's two nothing right. start. Two nothing jump start to a four three loss. Uh, how about that? Uh, Other news: nothing. the uh, Nets are about to blow an eight point lead to the Cavs with like forty seconds. There you go. There you go. So, baseball right around the corner. Can't wait to uh, see how these predictions shape out, uh, especially with you all laughing at me about the about the Red Sox and then me having my coronary about He's the little baseball class. I'm not walking. I'm not like cursed all last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, that is what it is. All right. Yeah, Ed. that is forever, Andy. We don't forget. Oh yeah. It's it's it, it. Tape don't lie. That's what I always say. Tape don't lie. <laughs> tape don't lie. If it's on tape, then you know it's, it is what it is. Uh, uh, Lucas, I know you're you're writing you're writing stuff for um for horse racing. Why don't you tell the listeners what where they can find your stuff and. Where uh, if you have anything other other than horse racing about baseball or anything like that, tell us where we can find your stuff at. Yeah, yeah. So I write for a publication called Pass the Wire, PassTheWire dot com. Uh, P A S T is in like uh, past tense. Uh, yeah, it's kind of my, horse racing is a big passion of mine. So um, enjoy. I've been writing writing some pieces about the uh, upcoming Kentucky Derby. Uh, it's going to be a pretty exciting field this year. Pretty wide open. You know, last year we saw uh, eighty to one rich strike come home, mm-hmm. come home for the roses, unexpected, unexpectedly. <laughs> of entry, you know, that was a huge upset. Um, there were some really top horses in the field last year. Uh, this year there's some big names, but it's a pretty wide open field, uh, at least how it's looking right now in uh, you know early March. Um, yeah, so passthewire.com, you can see some pieces of mine on there. Um. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> that's that's my main my main plug these days. So. Yeah, and then they can find you, and they can and year, they can still year. find you on Twitter too, is uh, at Old Man Ziggy, right? Yep, Old Man Ziggy on Twitter. <laughs> okay, and Logan, do you uh, you want to plug your Twitter? Oh, you know, we're kind of in a rebranding there. Uh, let's see where I go with that <laughs> once I graduate college here. Okay. But, uh, Maybe we'll use that for business purposes in the future. Okay. All right. Perfect. Perfect. That sounds uh, that's perfect. Well, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure and an honor to have you guys on for the second triangle table of uh, <laughs> MLB's preview edition. Uh, hope, hopefully that, you know, when we come back to this in, like, October and November, when the season comes to an end, that, you know, I would be on – I'm going to be on the bended knee for somebody – instead of Lucas being on the bended knee of somebody. So, yeah, uh, we'll see how it that all shakes out. See how it all shakes out, gentlemen. <laughs> if, the Red, if the Red Sox make the make the postseason, I will buy you a steak dinner. <laughs> done gonna, and, done and done. as far as getting a tattoo of... No, I'm not gonna make that. <laughs> no. Hey, look what happened last year when I said that the the that the Phillies would get to the World Series, and Lucas was just shaking his head and said, "No, no, you're Andy, jinxing." What are we gonna do to get you get you to get a Phillies tattoo, the Phillies P tattooed on your arm? No, I'm not gonna get that ever put onto my arm. And I never no, sure. I'm sure. We should make it back. You could even get the throwback I, one with the yeah. red coloring to it. Yeah. I'll, I'll see it when I believe it. Gentlemen, thank you. And uh, 
and I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Always All right. a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having us, Ed. That was Luke, Lucas Sigerson and Robert Logie Bear Carr for our table discussion right here on the All Andy Alford Network. I hope you enjoyed our program tonight. Remember, as always... I'm pulling for you. We're all in this together. The game of life. Enjoy baseball as opening day 2023 has arrived. This has been a presentation of the All Andy Elford Network right here on Spotify. You have listened to the show on the plethora of platforms, whether it be on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Bleaker. However you listen to the show and whenever you listen to the show, thank you so much for tuning into the show. As always, you can follow our show on Twitter. It is at AllAndyAlfred, as well as Facebook.com. All, all sports lines are provided by Barstool Sportsbook. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit GamblingCenter.com. The podcasts are recorded right here on Spotify.